It's not that fucked up in here, but I get your point. Um, how many like gangsters and stuff have you had to deal with, uh, Midas? In Mexico, is it like are they everywhere? Are they like you just have to seek? Like you only deal with them if you go to certain places. How, how does that shit work? Um, yeah, that's a, a crazy topic to to talk about. So I have a friend who works in. Um, he he gives security consulting to like high level people, and he was telling me a couple of years ago, or not a couple, like I would say like seven, eight years ago, and the dude was like, "Dude, do you know how the guys in the Middle East they like cut people's head off, and then you see them on CNN and whatever?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure, like that's fucking crazy." And he's like. You know that happens in Mexico like every fucking day, right? And I'm like, what? Yeah, like that happens so in Mexico so many times a day. Like if you go, there is a blog of the drug. It's like not. It's like not even news, really. It's just like yeah, yeah, like like then yeah, exactly. Like there's right now there is one of the states in Mexico where the politicians are just dropping out of the uh, of the you know the the candidate race and everything because they have been killing them they they killed like last week like a hundred of them so there's 14 gangs in that little town just trying to take it over and then you have of course you have like the main cities like mexico city back in the days was like the most dangerous city in mexico and now it's kind of like the safest place to be and and i'm talking about some some places in mexico city because if you go outside of that you know, if usually like tourist areas and that it's like pretty safe because they don't want to fuck up the, the whole tourism. But in places that are not like super tourist friendly zones, like little towns, like um, states that nobody wants to go there, it, it's kind of like a no man's land. So like, my, my, you, you, I, you, I have you, a friend who used to go to Acapulco every uh, every summer. His dad's a Mesoamerican studies professor. Um, but Acapulco is a tourist town, and it's pretty fucking dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, Acapulco is fucked up. Like right now, there's like the the people who run the buses and the the taxi drivers and everything. They're protesting because they're asking them for money. Like the different drug drug uh, lords are just like stopping all the population from traveling because they are asking for a lot of uh, money and they're trying to con- to control the the routes they're also very engaged with the government and that shit so it's kind of n- not a good place to go right now acapulco is like it was it used to be like the jewel crown of mexico for tourism and nowadays it's not in cancun like which is like the another place very famous like you cannot take an, a fucking Uber. Speaking about the Ubers, you cannot take one because they will just like the taxi drivers will just stop you because they're part of the local gangs and everything. So it's kind of like a, a huge mess that we're having right now. Even the fucking president, it's being accused of being part of uh, one of the the drug, uh, you, you know, like the drug leaders. Sounds like nineteen eighties Colombia, like, man. It's fucking crazy down there, but. How, yeah. How, how long yeah, do you think so, Tulum is going to be safe for? Because because when I eventually get time for a fucking vacation, that's where I want to go, man. I'm hoping it's not fucked by then. 
So Tulum still one of the like kind of like, of the safest places we have, but still it's it's run by one of the of the I'm not sure if the Sinaloa cartel or which which one of the like hundred cartels we have. Because the problem here is that you have a big cartel, then they kill the main leader, and that cartel just becomes like ten different smaller cartels that start fighting uh, between them. And then you have like it's like right now we have the fucking the priest, the Catholic priest, trying to make a truce between the different cartels and everything. And the president's like, oh yeah, you know that's good. Like you know, it's very good to have people um, making this kind of pacts. Of course, the government is supposed to be the ones that just calms that situation. But it's good that we have these kind of people, you know, trying to progress and that shit. So I don't really know. Like things have gone downhill in here. I'm actually expecting you guys from the states to just like declare Mexico like a terrorist zone and send your marines and everything, so we can have some peace, so we can have like you know some. Uh, uh, Marine forces just like taking hostages and everything, but uh, I'm not sure if it's that's if if it's gonna happen. But yeah, probably gonna be uh, a fun a fun ride. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna be the solution. I think we kind of learned our lesson there with, uh, with Afghanistan. So you know that's that's not gonna happen. But 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 it's nearby. You know, like it, we're right. A, a, we're your neighbors, like right across the border, and you have all these crazy wackos just killing themselves, and that shit is just gonna go higher and up north. So there's gonna be like some some crazy Republicans and perhaps even Democrats at some point being like, "Dude, we have to, to put a stop to these fucking crazy dudes." Like, dude, the the thing that <laughs> I think, me I think in here. America, I think in America, what's happening is it's like every day that goes by, like people are getting like much more radicalized. I think it's quite possible you reach a point where it's like uh, in the U S like people simply just shoot and ask questions later. Meaning like if you get caught with drugs, you're just executed on site. So that type of time period is probably coming again because usually when this type of entropy takes place, like civilization sort of falls apart and then eventually like people start taking matters into their own hands and basically execute on site which is probably the right thing to do honestly it's pretty pretty much gotten out of hand like the the legal system here doesn't really like control much crime either way so odds are that think people are going to get radicalized I, I suspect yeah i tend to agree with that i mean it corresponds with like the turnings and everything too right but yeah like people are more worried about like i don't know like trannies and other bullshit here like it's just nonsense so like like all hell's gonna break loose pretty sure about that yeah what's uh what's confusing to me though is like mexico is not exactly a poor country it's what the is it the 13th largest or 15th largest economy in the fucking world um but the the cartels are just like running fucking free what the hell is going on man i mean they Mexico has every bit of capacity to, to be like a military power. Yeah, they have, they have to go like Nayib Bukele on in Mexico and just basically just run, just execute left and right, pretty much. It, it's already too late to imprison these people. It's pretty much like what will happen usually is there'll be a gigantic cleansing type of event. This is usually what happens in history, historically. Like eventually, like there'll just be just massacres of people. A bunch of innocent people die, like a bunch of criminals will die, and then all of a sudden it resets. Usually what happens, it's pretty nasty typically too. Um, but yeah, there'll, there'll come a point where like the normies, 
are not going to put up with that shit. And there's way more normies than there are criminals. So what happens is just they just uprise and just kill everybody. It's usually how this works. It's like it's like it's like, it's like a movie scene, pretty much. So if they let it go for long enough, that's what happens. But it's also why, like, they try to um, generally speaking, if you have if you don't have like weapons in the hands of the general citizens, it gets worse because then nobody can actually defend themselves. And so you wind up with a much bigger problem. Uh, so usually most bad regimes, like what usually happens is they're um, like, say, for example, Iran or, you know, Nazism or something like that. They'll usually take all of the weapons out of the hands of the the general populace and everything goes <laughs> to shit after that. And then, yeah, then, we're, then getting, we're getting close on get, that. The wars get much, much bigger when you disarm the population. So if you have an armed population, you'll have shit like school shootings. You'll have like random violent crime and this and that. Um, and then if you don't have that, you get the big wars. Um, and, that, and that's much worse, typically. So it's kind of like you have to pick your poison. In the short term, an armed populace um, is going to do irresponsible shit with their guns. In the long term, very long term, like you look at thousands of years, the unarmed populace is probably a bad, bad situation. It makes it I'm, worse. Uh, I'm surprised to hear you uh, uh, with the Second Amendment support, um, but refreshed. So, you know, take that. No, I'm so so what 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 happened like two months ago or three months ago, there is this little town that was getting, you know, fucking um harassed by the cartel and they couldn't even go buy stuff outside of their town. So they had like this tax uh being put by their cartel. If you wanted to have some beers, if you want to have some food or whatever, they will just charge you a lot of money. Uh, on top of the normal price so the the population started to get fed up of that and once a couple of, like a couple of months ago the cartel leader just shows up and be like dude why are you not paying the fucking taxes like what's up with you and the guys went with a fucking machete machete and just like started killing that dude and uh they brought some guns and now the cartel started to kidnap the family members of those guys that actually stood up and then the fucking military went to that place and they didn't do anything. So it's kind of like, you know, like no man's land right now in many different places in Mexico. And then we have the, the president, which is, you know, part of one of the, I think it's part of the Sinaloa cartel or something, because he received a lot of money for the last election. And uh, the guy has like this slogan that is uh, hugs, no bullets or something like that, or hugs, no shots or something. And uh, people are questioning him. Like if, if you go to Mexico's Twitter, you will find that they're calling him a, a narco dictator. Um, and that fucking tweet, the, the trending topic has been for like three weeks already. And people are starting to getting fed up because they cannot go to work. They don't have any transport. They don't have like uh, safety. The fucking military is not doing anything. The fucking military even got like the best deals out of this government. Like they're building a fucking airport. They're fucking building at uh, train stations. They they are taking control of the medicines. So yeah, you know, like this is a fucking time bomb about to explode in in a couple of years and add up yeah. to the fact that we don't have any ownage of, the other interesting, of guns. The other interesting thing is that how compact now um, you can weaponize AI. So I think there's a fair chance that like the world you might see might be that the weapons and the, the things that happen are not so much the average person or guns or whatever, but the fact that you can just weaponize robots um, 
you know, it's not like to take out an entire cartel. You know, you have like four or five robots just exterminate the entire band. Like it's they're they're quite powerful in that sense, um, and can take a lot of damage before being destroyed and stuff. So it's like Terminator World coming. So like typically, what will happen is there's a, a balance point where the po- balance of power goes to the point where like the criminals, it doesn't pay to be criminals, and that level of violence has to be a certain level. And so I don't know that it's necessarily the the government that does that because the government's sort of like partly. Um, like part and parcel owned. But what happens is, is robot robots, what they can do is they can threaten other infrastructure. Like they can threaten oil platforms. They can threaten like electricity generation. They can threaten uh, things like um, oil refineries and things of that nature. And then once that happens, the politicians have to do something. So there'll be a balance point where the, there's going to be a weird like tipping of power over to where it's like just unsafe to be in a cartel. And that's when those things fall apart. And um, I think what will happen too is there's going to be an interesting paradigm shift where pe- it's going to be people versus robots, not necessarily people versus people. So yeah, the only way to kind of create like a, this is sort of like the theme story of like things like Battlestar Galactica. If you watch the, the the sci-fi or whatever, the theme is that basically like the one thing that would unify humans would be is that like humans had an enemy that wasn't human, like robots or AI or like aliens or something else. But we're pretty close to, I mean, we may not be discovering aliens, but we're certainly pretty close to uh, creating like serious robot opponents. And that, that's going to be interesting very quickly. Um, the, if you've seen some of those drone shows, you know, those like light shows people have done like in China and stuff. I mean, like, you know, for a fact that China has some serious like, um, like drone swarm sort of methods to kill lots of people already. Like that's a given. Like, there's no way they're not working on that stuff now. So, like, you can take out whole towns. Like, think about it. It doesn't take very much poison. Uh, a little bit of para- paralytic shot, you know, from, you know, drones and small cannon. You, know, you, don't, you don't even need, like, a gun. Like, it doesn't have to be a ballistic weapon. You can take out lots of people with, with little small drones. We're it's, back it's on pretty... the poison darts, Sethi. <laughs> yeah. Poison darts is the, is the way to go, ultimately. Did you, did you watch, like, Ace Ventura when nature calls or something recently? Something with poison darts in it. Mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's like, it's interesting that the amount of tech needed to actually um, cause lots of destruction and like put everyone from cartels to just bad actors in their place. You'd be surprised. Um, so if that, if the possibility exists for that to happen, there's an odds that at some country somewhere, this type of thing starts happening. Um, it's just like, it just becomes common sense at some point that you're going to not put up with a certain number of shit. Like it's the same way, like Bukele and El Salvador is like, like, fuck this. We're just going to go in there and like, just take all the, anyone that looks like a criminal, we're just going to get rid of them. It doesn't matter if they have like, there's no rights for you. There's no nothing. If you happen to look like a criminal, you are one. And we, we just lock you up. That's the end of it. And, um, that's the only way, cause there was no way to discriminate who is criminal versus not. So what happens is, is that people tend to go guns blazing at that point um and just destroy everything in their path it, it happens every like so often in every country i mean i think that workforce el salvador because they have like a one million population in in the whole country but if you're talking about a country about with a hundred million people man it starts to get way way harder to do that especially like if the whole if the whole system is collapsing in many yeah. different ways like you don't have you know, people don't have uh, access to guns. They don't have enough money to 
to sustain themselves. Then you have like cartels right now, they're using drones on populations. Like they just send mm -hmm. drones with bombs. Yep, there are, there then, are, then they're already weaponizing get... it. So it's just simply a matter of time. It's yeah. not saying where the public starts weaponizing themselves the same things eventually. It just, it's just a matter of time. Or like counter cartels start to form that have other drone armies and they just start, like, it just becomes just a chaos essentially. My take here is that you know, we're going to end up with some kind of like tribal or like micro city states, like back in the feudal um, medieval times, where you will have like a drug lord controlling a certain part of the. But to know, what the, extent the is Mexico counts. like that already? Like, to what extent is the these sections like divided up into this is my turf and that's your turf and whatever? Pretty much the whole country. Pretty I much everywhere. Like, really like, there's, like, no matter where you go, there's some like turf issue. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So if, if you're in one of the lands of one of the biggest cartels, you're, you can say that you're kind of like safe in a, in a certain way, because we have like towns that actually welcome all the drug lords. Whenever they, they get into the town, they, they start clapping them. They start having like a parade. The drug lords just come with different um, with cars and with trucks and everything and they start giving food to the population and then you have like the military going to that town and the people start kicking them out like dude we don't need your help these that guys are saving us from Pablo Escobar, man uh, that that that's so annoying it's really unoriginal right the little fucking bribes oh fuck that shit seriously but just honestly all the extortion shit. yeah yeah, Protect all, money. All, all this shit just makes me want to live underground. Like, I'm going to find a sparsely populated plot of land in the Midwest or the Mountain West, somewhere nice and cold where people won't go. Buy my fucking shipping containers, right? Have my hydroponic gardens in them. Plant them like 30 feet under fucking ground. Surround it with lead and a layer of boric acid for when eventually the, the nukes fly. And I'm just gonna, I'm going to live underground, man. Cave dwelling. Fuck this shit. Want no part of it. You, you know, don't get afraid like, of not being in the sun. Yeah, you can get like, you just die of vitamin D deficiency or something. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm already in a state that <laughs> while worrying happens, about nuclear so. weapons. No, you're already deficient. It's no problem. It's, it's horrible. More, it's more of the same for as far as you're concerned. <laughs> so isn't it, isn't it like a, not only a vitamin D thing, but like a sanity thing where like if you never get to see outside again or like don't get to see the sky or like just outside, I think yeah. that like, would make you not a human anymore or make Listen, you feel stop like you weren't bringing one. rational arguments into my story you're like those Damn creatures it. on like that that uh the time machine the little i was thinking of uh i was thinking of the uh the falmer in skyrim the falmer in skyrim <laughs> yeah there you go um now i was gonna say like in the u.s there's like this thing where um if you go to some popular larger malls um you know shopping malls where it's kind of like more the where the you know, so-called wealthier people go, you know, it's like the more high-end places. What's, what they're doing is like, there's people that are following like people that have shopping bags and stuff out from the store to their car, but they're not doing anything to them right there. They're following them home in their car and then like mugging them at their house and shit like this. So this is a thing. So it's like, if you're yeah, in the U S you're armed. Yeah. If, you, if you're in the U S like the, the key there is to like, um, for those type of places to just be like keep your head on the swivel as far as like watching to see who's following you and where but here's the thing uh armed or otherwise drew you said it before it's like if you happen to be 
on the defensive already because someone else is stalking you. Uh, you're sort of fucked already. Like, the, difference the, is, is, the difference is if you're in your house or you have a barrier between the two of you that they have to breach, then you damn well do want a gun, right? But I mean, if they're sitting in your backseat, then you pretty much have no shot. You're fucked. They're not just backseat, but if they, follow, if they follow you home and you don't notice, and basically if you're enjoying yourself, yeah. you're sitting, you're not, you're on the defensive. You're like, you know, you have very little protection, technically speaking, at that point. Like, because yeah, the, the, front, the element front. of surprise is not yours, you know, basically. It's true, and your front do- front it's door does fuck all. It's basically just like it's something to make you feel good. So I, I mean, yeah. I've seen so many steel doors kicked in, but yeah, we we almost lost all the girls in the space mm. at this point. The only the only woman here is Lisa. Yeah, you can blame me for that. Maybe, maybe she yeah, maybe she wants to come up stage and you know change the vibe in here. Perhaps you know talk about nonviolent stuff more. More, you know, like good, good-willed people that still have something in their heart that really want know, to make like, a change. In this most world. women like to hear crazy guy stories. They don't really want to. They're gone, bro. Like, yeah, but they don't contribute either. They don't come up and say anything interesting. Yeah, we weren't even talking about crypto either. So that's yeah, yeah. like we could have talked about like going to certain parties or concerts or something like that too. But like, oh, they don't contribute. So what are you gonna do? What was the conversation that Zintani brought up the other day that like completely derailed us? <laughs> what was it like? Oh, it was Chucky penis size, oh, yeah. the IQ. That's what it was. I think completely like fucked up the whole space. I thought it was corduroy. Keep oh, going corduroy. with corduroy. Yeah, that too. <laughs> so actually, Sefi, <clears throat> statistically in self-defense cases, um, the thing is, is what you want to do if you're going to carry is hit the range as much as possible. Because most of the gangbangers or individuals that have guns that are armed, that are going to pull it out on you, they don't know how to shoot. Like 99% of their bullets hit like random shit. They don't actually hit the person that they're robbing. So in most of those cases, in those incidences. We were were talking about, we weren't talking about like, let's say someone just like, um, you know that there's someone and they're they're probably going to pull a gun on you. This is like you're being like followed home and you don't realize it kind of situation where you, the element of surprise simply is not yours. So someone could just shoot in the back of the head, for example, and there's no like uh, this. This so actually I, people have to be careful about that. Too. Is what I was saying. Not so much yeah. the hand to hand situation or whatever. Yeah, the ninjas in a sense. Yeah, but in in all cases, like even if you watch like videos, like there's a uh, one dude in Cali. Um, a jeweler, he's gotten into like three gunfights in like so many years and killed like a bunch of dudes robbing and they already had their guns pulled. Yeah, They're coming in with their guns pulled and no, he shot him with a pistol. It was actually That's a revolver. Amazing, but, but seriously, um, for anyone else, shotguns, demon monkey. I mean, like, oh, yeah. Some nice bird shot to stun him. You get a nice wide spread. You don't have to Bro, have you, any fucking skill. And then you hit him with the buckshot after. If you go into my house, dude. You would be like, "What the fuck, bro?" Dude, likewise, <laughs> I'm 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 in the exact same boat. As I you, probably, dude. I, dude, have, I, got, I have a couple. I have a couple three gun competition shotguns in my house, man. That, but demon, uh, you were, but you were an actual like what sniper or what? Like, what was your? Thing? Yeah, I was a yeah, I was a scout sniper. But scout sniper. I, yeah. I also I also taught like. So w- whenever I got out, um, I worked for my brother-in-law, and we taught hand-to-hand disarmament, um, close quarter combat. 
um, all that good shit. And that was one of the biggest things is when you actually start looking into statistics of it. Um, like even if you're in a situation like that dude in the mall, um, that guy was actually, I can't believe the shot he made with that pistol, um, killing that guy. Um, that's very far shot with the pistol and he hit him like with an 85% accuracy rate. Like that's, he only missed twice. <laughs> there's skill, it's unheard of. There's definitely some luck in there, man. I mean, that's not something I'd ever risk, but I mean, in the mall, it's not like he had any other option, right? Yeah. But it was but, the distance. It was the yeah. distance that he did, man. That's not luck. Some you people can't, play a lot of fucking that is, that's hours and hours at the range and practicing, like Dude, just I, practicing I those scenarios. And the range. And I'm Some not a bad have... shot, but my like for pistols, dude, my trigger control is just not ever going to allow me to do that. That's, that's Some people have amazingly shit. good like twitch aim in the sense that like if you ever witness some of the people that play like first person shooter video games and they're moving at this fucking speed of light. I mean, like they're ki- they're killing more shit on screen than I'm like, oh, my God, how can you even like aim that quick? How can you move your mouse that accurately? Oh, there is certain like the type of brain that has that capability. Yeah, all the snipers that are falling from a building but still are able to shoot you while you're running and they're falling. Like, yeah, come on, bro! Crazy. Headshot, these, really? These Get gamer the fuck nerds out of here. have all of their stats loaded <laughs> yeah. into their into their vestibular system. Like I, one of them, one of them is sitting down here in your spaces. He's a good friend of mine who I call autistic, like every single day, including today. But yeah, it's. I mean, it's like <laughs> I'm not anywhere near that, but. Uh, yeah, some still, people have like, interesting capabilities. The one, even, go ahead. Sorry. One thing I was going to say to close out that other conversation, um, you know, some people might consider me like a badass. Um, I I can't go like John Wick on a motherfucker, but the thing that we always taught in our courses, if you're able to get the fuck out of Dodge, get the fuck out of Dodge. You know, it's that whole hero syndrome. That's what gets you fucking killed. Like, if you can disengage, disengage, especially here. Um, If you don't have a choice, like you're cornered, then go balls out. It's do or die. So even if somebody's coming up to you and wanting to fight you, not even with a weapon, if you can disengage and get the fuck away and run, run. Who gives a shit? Because all it takes is one fucking stupid blow to the head. You go to fucking hit him. You trip and smack your head on a fucking curb. You're dead. Like, is your life really worth that altercation? No, it's not. The start of this conversation started from me uh, reminiscing about back in the day when I used to Uber drive, talking to Midas about it. Um, And and I I know someone who got robbed at gunpoint driving Uber. And there was a, a recent... Uh, murder in my city of an uber driver and the point i was making is so i i always carry pretty much everywhere um you know whether i have that in my pocket or like front pouch of a hoodie or or whatever if somebody puts that gun to the back of my head while i'm sitting in the front seat driving them i'm fucked i i have to do whatever Mm -hmm. did you see the new guy the first thing you would do, and I would do exactly the same thing that one guy did so two guys came into the back of his uber and were had guns pulled on him you know what he did he floored it he fucking started hauling at he put it in drive and started flooring it immediately and he said if you shoot me we all die well he's and lucky they got, that he's lucky their fucking fingers didn't squeeze when he first hit that like, gas pedal man you know i mean that's, it is 
It is, but the thing is, is most of them, you, you were talking about that trigger squeeze, right? Yeah. So, you know, you're supposed to squeeze the trigger, not pull it, right? They, they say pull mm -hmm. all the time. I hate it because when you pull it, it goes to the right or left, but mostly if you're right-handed, it goes to the right. If you're left-handed, it goes to the left. Mine so you want to squeeze the, the trigger. I squeeze, but yeah. So you want to, you know, you work on that right there at the tip, you know, and you can put a coin at the end of your pistol time. and yeah. just dry fire it and try to keep the coin on the end, a dime, nickel, quarter, whatever yeah, you want to start with. One thing with. I also do is I, I, I try shooting pistol even from bench rest just to try to, you know, isolate my finger so that I can, I can, you know, strengthen that, that little movement. Um, yeah. And it improves it a little bit over time, but I don't know, man. Maybe I just don't shoot enough. So. Yeah, you just got to shoot. The more you shoot, the better it gets, man. Um, those little exercises, it just it gets better. But it's also that muscle memory. And it, there's really no such thing as muscle memory in a sense, but you start getting accustomed to that. That's how, like what Sefi was saying, those gamers, that's just hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of perfecting their settings and just getting it fucking down. And Yeah, but so, some of them really do. do have a better vestibular system, right? So oh, like they do, absolutely. Like, like, Jerry, Jerry, what's his name? Jerry Mitchell. No, I, I mean, I've seen some stuff that they do. It's like just straight up like miraculous. You're like, what? Oh, yeah, it's magic. It's just straight magic. You're like, there's no universe yeah. and we're going to do the same thing. <laughs> that kind of thing. And like, I, I had to work at what I did. Like, I was a good shot. I shot competition starting at 10 years old, long range um, shooting. But and, and I did good. I won, you know, I won first place in a lot of them. But, dude, there was guys who just. They were gods compared to me. Like I was, I was shit, you know, like, dude, there's some badass shooters out there. Um, so you always have those few in between motherfuckers. But the thing is, is just stay practicing. But in those situations, you know, it's crazy how many motherfuckers at point blank range at point blank range fucking will miss, will miss you. And I mean, have the gun like up because Dude, for one, they're holding it fucking sideways, fucking whenever they freak out, when they go to fire, they're not used to the sound and the actual round going off. And if you watch videos, it's crazy, dude. 99% of the time when one of those gangbangers that is robbing you goes to fire, he turns his head the opposite fucking way. So when you automatically go to turn your head around, that gun will follow that yeah, direction tra train training scars right people yep people so when dating for the recoil too, so, so yep so when you see someone with a right hand right he's going to turn his head to the left so make sure your head's to the right so if you are going to hit the gas hug the so fucking upside, right demon repeat that so if someone's coming at you they're right-handed they look like they're an amateur um they're going to have a tendency to misfire in which direction They'll, they'll misfire to the left of you. So because they're right-handed, they're going to turn their head to the left to go behind them. You can't do it to the right because your chin will hit your right shoulder, right, that you're holding the gun with. And that's not a direction out. So the direction out for them, the path of least resistance is going to the left. That's why you always see them running to the left as well. And they turn their head and they start just blasting fucking at nothing, um, even cops, you know, if you look at the statistics of cops, like I trained a lot of cops um, because police officers, when they get in a shootout, 90 percent of their rounds don't hit the suspect and they're in close qu quarter combat like they're within 20 yards, 15 yards and they're not hitting shit. 
absolutely fucking nothing. Like it's it, it's crazy how many fucking rounds that they go through, and it's kind of scary. It's like, dude, you guys should be going to the fucking range and having to qualify like weekly if that's how bad. But if you look at the gun sh- shoots that even police officers have, it's completely horrible. And they carry every day and are supposed to be the ones protecting us with those firearms and they can't hit shit. Like they yeah, can't yeah, hit I know absolutely a lot of shit. Cops who don't practice, but look, the, the bottom line is, that, you know, for any regular civilian in home defense, I don't care what the fucking arguments are from all the guns. Have a shotgun. Shot- yeah, exactly. You need like a quarter of the skill. It's and your just, wife. Yeah. So, so yeah. any woman I dated, my ex-wife, I taught her with pistols. She she knew how to shoot a pistol very well. And I said, if somebody comes in the house, you're gonna you're gonna grab the pistol and you're gonna put it on your hip, okay? And then, but you're gonna have the shotgun. And I want you to get into the bathroom with the boys and lock the door, close the door. And there's all that piping right there. She gets in, into the, the shower. Well, there's a bunch of piping. So they're going to have to shoot through the door, shoot through the wall, shoot through another wall and hit all those pipes. Well, she can have the shotgun right there. So if they're if they're right fucking there and I have a Caltech. So mine, I have two tubes. I have slugs in the other and sh- a bird shot in the, or buckshot in the, other, in the other tube. So she can switch. If she needs to blast with a slug through that and really fucking hit him, she can. If it's down a hallway, she can switch over to, you know, some bird shot or whatever, buckshot. Um, but that shotgun, you don't have to aim, nothing. If for some reason it fucking, it goes down, that weapon system goes down, she has a secondary and that would be the pistol. You know, and but there's multiple reasons you do that. You don't have to fucking aim it. Um, just one loud shot blasting through a door, that that noise is gonna scare all of those motherfuckers away. They're gonna usually if you just yell that you have a gun, they're probably just gonna run. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes you just even say it. Yeah, but they hear that that man, <laughs> fuck, dude, they're they're running, man. But they hear yeah. that loud bang from a twelve gauge, dude. It's fucking over with. They're not sticking around for a, a fucking shotgun dude they're not sticking around for that and you don't really need to train anybody with that right it's like this is how you're loaded and the chances that this even happens are also like really really yeah yeah it's like it's about one in ten thousand i think yeah but it, i mean it happens though so to think that it might never all oh, that that'll never happen to me well every single person it's happened to has thought that same fucking thing except the yeah, ones living definitely in the ghetto. Good to be prepared yeah exactly Good to be prepared. And shotgun shells are cheap, right? So, you know, and shotguns are pretty fucking cheap. I just have cheap. a baseball bat behind my door. I'm just going to go melee. You know, another reason it's good to have a shotgun, though? So, one thing I taught my wife is I went out and I set up demi walls, um, showed her how to knock on them, and then blow out the walls. So, if there was a fire in the house and the escape, the exits were full of fucking fire, she could blast holes into the wall and get the kids out and get herself out of that's that. The, that's house. why I keep a katana around too, so I can go fruit ninja on your ass. You know what I mean? Like that game. Hell yeah. Is that a specific slug for the, the fire escape? Is that like a fire escape slug? No, you can do it with actually like just buckshot. I mean, Except dude, that'll blow through any fucking wall, dude. That drywall is okay. nothing. And a couple of shots will take out that two by four too. I mean, it'll fucking blast it because it's all point blank range 
Just imagine how awesome you feel emerging from a fire after blasting your way out with a shotgun. <laughs> no, it's true. I I highly recommend. Oh, you're gonna have to have, you're gonna have to get trap. a good fucking sheetrock guy after that. It's gonna fuck your whole house up, right? Pretty much. You know, that's well, the, the fire is fucking up your guys. house. I don't think you're worried about that <laughs> one <laughs> hole that you blasted through. I mean, your whole house. In reality, it just bounces off the pipe. In reality, it just bounces straight off the pipe, hits you in the face, and you die in the fire. <laughs> Seth, you're pretty, supposed to show I, I us think, this katana, man. Where's this katana? It's, it's a good thing that I. It's a good thing that I know where like all the pipes in my house are because I designed it. So it's like I know I'm not going to get ricocheted on or some shit. You're DC, have, I, I love think the best cheeky. solution for these guys. That the best solution for all of this is that we all get fucking rich. We go to live in fucking Iceland, and then you don't have any kind of problems. You know, we or we buy our own island, our own Iceland here or island, whatever you call it, and then you have no problems of nobody just getting into your home. No, like, you will the have simplest no thing is to yeah. do what I do is just, like, make sure that you've, like, hired a ninja to roam around and uh, keep an eye on you. Oh, you are a ninja? Yeah. Two, two ninjas and, and an AI. It's like an AI robot, yeah, like, right? That's, that will just, like... I don't need to lock my car yeah. or whatever. Like unless you have yeah, a unless I you have a death wish, solution. <laughs> like, you know, like you know, what I mean, like it doesn't. So that's that's the simplest thing to do is like you know use like maybe like you know take your take your crypto winnings or whatever like stick it in like Adam and make like you know enough yield on it to pay for the ninja uh, like a full salary right like you got a little Batman on your side that's enough you Adam yeah. Jesus Christ dude <laughs> so yeah because yeah, then that will yield will keep paying you. Out. Yeah, but then they're going to pass a governance prop and you're going to lose your protection and you're going to be screwed. Did you see that Amazon has their new little robot security robot? Do you have one of those yet roaming around your place? No, not yet. Should I get one? I don't know. It looks like it has like a fucking camera on it that like runs around your building or whatever and like, you know, calls the cops or whatever if it sees an intruder. So it's like sh- shining a spotlight on them and everything else. Yeah, I, I, I've always like I don't know. I always felt enamored by I was I was always in love with the you know the the movie Aliens. You know, there's like, like robot turrets. Yeah, you know, you yeah. get like this kill box. You have this like long hallway. I remember when I was uh, working at this one um, sort of like there was this one prison hospital I went to, and there's this like really long hallway. It's like fucking like a quarter mile long, and like to get into the building, you had to go down this quarter mile hallway. At the very end was this desk with a bunch of bulletproof glass. And then behind that, there's like a bunch of guns, shotguns, whatever. And there's like security handing behind there. So that, you know, they're like, and I'd walk through this hallway and they're like, Hey doc, how's it going? You know, like, but like, if you fucked up in there, like there's a long way you, they can shoot you. Right. Like, like there's like a weird kind of like super long hallway, strange thing. But yeah, like this, um, I was thinking like that, that you put an auto turret in a place like that. Right. Like where, the entrance to your like home is you have to go through this like tunnel thing. And then there's like a robot turret and someone gets in there, they can get fucked up. Like maybe have Dude, or you just have like some like traps, you know, you just lay some traps, you know, like the, like a rainforest shit and you have some spikes and shit. And then the, like, you know, you have like, that's not the real entrance to this house. That's the trap entrance. Dude, you pretty just sure like 80% of, pretty sure like 80% of the work is done though on that robot for what your idea is. Cause all you have to do is get a new OS on that thing and just use everything it already has. And, and you have the, like, just check it out. It's pretty, it's pretty sick. No, I told you the story when I was a kid, right? Like we were, we were, um, there was these bullies and we were like, um, what was it like junior high or yeah, it was like, I think it was like maybe sixth grade, sixth grade. Yeah, it was. And, um, like, I don't know, it wasn't even bullies really. They're just hecklers. It was a couple me and a couple of kids. 
on our bicycles and they're heckling us and shit. So, um, way back then, like we used to play with those little like model rocket things, you know, the little S test rockets, you put the little solid engine booster in there. And so I used to play around with that shit. And I don't know, I got it in my head that what I would do is like, I'd mount these things to my bike. <laughs> so like I had these things like set up with the wiring and everything mounted to the bike. And the next time they come around, you know, like I shot off a, a rocket and they're like, holy fuck, this guy's insane. They're, they're, they're out of there after that. Like, it's just pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, like you're not supposed to officially use those as weapons, but you can, or at least to scare people and shit. It's just very funny. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a good time. But yeah, in the spirit of that, like a little, like a little, uh, robot with like little missile launchers and shit on it. It'd be very funny. Yeah. Securitron right out of fallout. Right. Exactly. You can see why I like that video game. Yeah. Actually, just thinking about it, my, my bunker is just a fucking vault, dude. That's it. Yeah, like vault number three. I like your idea, Midas, about the island. I think that's the best solution. Yeah, yeah but island, you don't have to worry. You got to do pirates yeah. and shit, though. It's like, yeah, but you, got, you can see them coming though. Unless they, unless they like find a way to get like a submarine and then they're just you know landing right at your shore, you'll see them coming. You're you just gotta have you know a watch service set up. Tsunamis and rogue waves and like sharks and who the who the fuck knows what else. Too much know. vitamin D. Maybe I'm thinking too much into the island. Yeah, we have the technology. We'll we'll be okay. We can invite here Dr. Daniel, which is listening to us. He's very into AI. He can tell us a little bit of the, you know, AI, AI advancements of how we can protect our little islands here <laughs> with some kind of, you know, technology. Before we do that, no, stuff. William, were you trying to say something? I, I think I interrupted you. <laughs> oh, I was saying I love the I love the cheat sheet. I was gonna I was gonna plug this book that like literally saved my life. It's called um. Memoirs of Extraordinary Popular Delusions by Charles McKay. It kind of describes like the diagram that you posted up there. Oh, which diagram? Um, uh, the cheat sheet. Oh, uh, you mean the little Wall, Wall Street? Street? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a common thing. Yeah. So that book is similar to what that cheat sheet describes pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. We're in that hope phase at this point. So we are. Yeah. Very early, it's good. They're definitely greedy. <laughs> We're gonna have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're gonna get greedy and have fun with this, is the time to have it, not later. Oh no! I mean, I mean, if you got in early, you're coasting right now. Hopefully. Oh yeah. No, we should be fine. I think there's plenty of room to run here. Um, just getting kind of started, I think. Yeah. So, we, we've got a good year to probably just hang out, chill, have a good time, and talk about securing our bunkers or whatever the fuck we're talking about right now <laughs> that's well, why i'm we in don't new york so i mean i got something in the cat skills if anybody's familiar with yeah you. yeah we're, we're, we're yeah, all man. of us here are early enough we're already like everyone here is already pre-rich so you can just fuck around and talk nonsense all day <laughs> <laughs> we don't need any alpha or anything we're just like just pack your bags and just talk shit for the rest of the year <laughs> Willie, I'm I'm coming skiing at Greek Peak every weekend with you, man. That's what's gonna happen. Oh, you're more than welcome, man. What, what is that now? What? To, what to ski, it's a ski mountain in the, the ski Cat mountain. Skills. Yeah. Cat skills, okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. And the Catskills sounds so so badass for a mountain name. 
Yeah, but they're they're kind of subpar compared to the Adirondacks. Still pretty nice though. Well, we know Sefi's not from fucking New York. <laughs> Sorry, man. They're starting to dock you, Sefi. Yeah, we're going state by state, we're, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, we're we're listening to your accent, running it through some AI, being like knowing exactly where you're from, what's your origin, like. Who, which, uh, you know, conferences have you been doing mm -hmm. in the medicine world? Like, oh, we're Mike, getting you're there, going man. Too far now. All right, Sergi. He's gonna, he's gonna shut the states <laughs> down. <and> yeah. <laughs> we, we're getting near, Sergi. We're getting near. No, if I thought it was impossible, oh, look, first of all, like, if I was that worried about it, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be so open about things. I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, so Midas is right, though. You, you probably said something. Throughout the I past haven't. couple of years, that has got you booked by an AI is going to get you at some point. I haven't. I have a ninja roaming around, so like, yeah, it's probably not a good idea to mess with me too much. Just buy shotguns, Seth. Yeah, a lot of fucking shotguns and stick but, them in random places. Remember when twenty twenty one? Like, pretty much everyone was convinced I was like either CIA or something. Like it was. Really? Like, that was pretty much the ongoing theme. Like, yeah, it was just I don't know. There's different things I would say and stuff, and people are pretty convinced I was. Like you were the feds. Sefi was the feds. Yeah, that the thing I remind people is I am feds, except you won't. You don't know which organization I work for. Like that's the only problem. <laughs> well, you're one of them. Like, anyway. I'll, I'll give hints periodically, and then you know people will be like, "Oh, they won't believe me anyway." So it doesn't matter. Now I'm getting a little paranoid. Fuck, I've said way too much. You know, he has these recording spaces all the time. I just think, like, I like Zephyr and things like that. So that gives you, yeah. gives you an idea. <laughs> if anything, the, I'm exactly who you want in government. Right? Honestly, <laughs> though, I'm, I'm most curious about Bruce. Like, if, if I could just put a fucking face to the name, I would be so satisfied. Don't even need, need the real fucking name. Just a face to the voice. I know, Midas. I know, man. <laughs> I'm I'm like so curious though. Like why? I don't even know why. <laughs> Never meet your heroes, bro. Never. It's yeah, probably true. You know, I I used to have like this crush on a on a girl back when I was rapping. She was like the hottest rapper in Mexico, and I was just like fucking obsessed with her. And then seven years later, I actually dated her. And it was the fucking worst experience of my fucking life. You know, like like you shouldn't you shouldn't never ever even date. No, a it's hero. true, like, man. Like like, like even as a little kid, like like the athletes that you see and then you have a chance to speak to them, right? If you're like a football fan or anything, it's it's such a bummer. It's such a huge fucking drain on the mood. There's a reason why I'm in crypto that's now. That's a know? trip. Like, tell me the story about the the rapper girlfriend chick. What happened? Like, what happened? Yeah, like, like, like what was so fucked up about her that you that like it ruined your vibe with her or whatever? Your 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 it ruins your impression or whatever. Yeah, you know, like she was. Uh, she used to rap so fucking cool. She she was like the the top the top of the top of the all the rappers uh rapping like rapping female rappers in mexico and um so i had this crush 
I the first time that I met her, it was on stage. And she was just kind of like this smuggy bitch that didn't really care about anything. and was like, yeah, I don't know who, who the fuck you are. Right. So I had like this crush of, you know, one day I'm going to fucking date you. That's going to happen someday. And then I had I start working for a magazine doing interviews. And then I went to her home and start interviewing her. And we kind of start to connect a little bit. Then we met in more and more events. And suddenly um, I was working at a call center and one of my friends um, started doing a project with her and, sh- and he got, he was like, dude, like, come, come meet us. Right. Like, let's, let's work on something with her. And um, yeah, like things start to go, go on and on. And then we had like some drinks, we started dating, we fucked and whatever. And I, I went to live with her in her, in her home. She was like this, like her family was one of the most like richest families in Mexico because her her aunt is a, a big uh, politician. Her uh, grandpa was also like one of the top guys in government. And suddenly, you know, like the, the whole picture of her start shifting. Um, then I start like, you, you know, we, we went through a rough phase, like. We didn't have like, cause, cause she she was making money out of the whole rap stuff and doing some projects here and there. Like her family was rich, but she wasn't rich. And there was a point where, um, suddenly all the responsibilities of everything started to come down on me. Like you know, like pay me, pay for this trip and pay for that and whatever. And eventually, I I'm not sure if this happened or not, but I, I think like she she did cheated on me with another rapper. And when, you know, I, we were doing some projects, music projects and everything, uh, she went on the radio station and the guy started to ask her, like, you know, who's the best rapper in Mexico? And I was there, like, listening to that fucking interview, like, waiting, yeah, my name to come out of her fucking lips. And suddenly, um, she just, like, said the name of her ex-boyfriend, right? In public, in front of every fucking Mexico. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? And later, well, maybe legitimately, he's a better rapper than you, though. That's possible. Fuck, no, no way, no way, man. <laughs> I can, no, no fucking way. Like, like no fucking way. I, I will just kick that dude's ass anytime. But then, um, like you know, I started working at this. Uh, well, I was working at the call center. I quit the fucking job because I hated it. I started going like on different events with her like doing some music and whatever. And one day uh, she got like this big event for her. She didn't invite me. And then she went uh, on a full, on a whole like week or two to fucking San Francisco with the money while I was fucking, I, I returned to work in the call center because we didn't have like any money. And then she just like took that fucking money that she got and went to fucking San Francisco to record with some guys. Uh, another guy that was also like her ex-boyfriend uh, from like back in the days. And that was when I was like, dude, I'm a fucking stupid motherfucker in here. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Right. Cause this bitch is just using me for everything. Like she was the best manipulator in the fucking world. That's why I got so hard into persuasion and, you know, understanding like how people behave. Cause I was like, I- I'm a, I'm a fucking dumb motherfucker. Like I cannot believe I'm so fucking stupid to just like, help her out, like feed her fucking kid, like do everything that I could just to, you know, like gain her respect in a way. 
And uh, yeah, so we just like broke up. Uh, once once she got back, I was out of her fucking home. I took all my things and went, you know, like to live back with my with my parents. And when she came back, she was like, oh, I, I brought you these fucking T-shirts from San Francisco uh, for, as a gift. And I. And we we just slept together for a last time. But, you know, after that, we, we slept together. I was like, you know, I'm not going back to your fucking home. I'm out of this relationship. <laughs> you, you, she got you going? the T-shirt. You're like, fuck it. I'll sleep with you one more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, got the, I got the T-shirt. I fuck her one last time. I, and I just, like, quit that, that fucking relationship. I was... The 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 reason why I spent so much time with uh, with her was probably because um, her kid, which was a little girl that like really 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 was so cute, and she fucking loved me. She even called me dad for a while, and so so I was like more worried about you know like if I leave this relationship, I'm gonna just like fuck her kid's uh, mind, and she's gonna be like so fucking trauma traumatized because you know parents issues and whatever and i don't want to do that to her but eventually it was like you know i love myself more than that and i just quit that fucking relationship i never went back to her i and, and one time like she she even called me and be like yo do you have my my camera because you still have that so i met her in a fucking place and i brought the camera and i asked her like hey you have my lenses from my camera too because you know it's gonna be an exchange and uh, she was like, no, no, I don't have them. So I was like, fuck you and fuck your camera. I'm out. Like, I'm not going back to you. And um, you, you yeah, kept her so camera, but she like, lost your lenses. No, I, I still, you know, I, I had uh, my camera with uh, with her lenses. And uh, no, she. I, I had my camera and I lent her the camera, but I kept uh, her camera with the lenses and I never like returned them back. Fuck that. I'm out. And I knew, I, I never went back into the whole rap music. I, I didn't want to see that bitch again in my fucking life. Because I had, like, her so... so um, she soured you, know, you to idolized. the entire rap industry? Yeah, yeah. Jesus, what a mind cause, fuck. Cause, yeah, because, you know, like, she had all the connections and whatever. And, and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to put myself into that place. And just, like... And, and, you know, something that happened is that most people in the rap music industry at that point, like, they didn't make any fucking money. Like, you will get, like, $100 if you were uh, a little bit recognized. And I'm like, I'm, I don't want to turn 40 years old and suddenly be, like, all her older rapper friends that are fucking broke and they don't have any fucking money. I don't want to do that, you know? Like, I appreciate my life more. So I just left that relationship, never went back. Just like quitted everything that had to do with music and the rap industry and whatever, and I just went on to do marketing and and you know things turned out really fine. Eventually, um, she did use the music that we produce. She just like deleted my verses, <laughs> and and I I've heard you know that, that's that was a funny story because I, I was in in a friend's house that he's like one of the biggest music producers and. He, he used to have like a uh, uh, TV station in Mexico. And suddenly the, the topic came uh, up here like, hey, oh, so you were a rapper. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, do you know this girl? And I'm like, yeah, I used to date her. Oh, I'm super friends with her mom. Like, let me show you the last song that she did. 
And he did you, the did, fucking did you warn that motherfucker that, though? Like, was he? He's not with her, is he? No, 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 no. She he, no, he, like his daughter that. trapped him. He's like, oh, with the cute eyes and whatever. No, no, no. <laughs> and, and and suddenly, so, suddenly he puts the music, and I'm like, dude, I made that fucking beat. Like, I produced that. And he's like, oh, really? So, uh, okay. So, did you rap in here? I'm like. Yeah, I did. And I hear another fucking rapper in that fucking music. And I'm like, dude, he fucking even stole my beat. What the fuck is wrong with this fucking crazy? And yeah, that, that was the last thing that I knew about her. That was a couple, like a long time ago, like 12 years or so. And yeah, it was you know kind of like a traumatic. You, you, you know what you should have done? You should have gone and, uh, you know, like on Telemundo or some of those fucking channels, they have like that fortune teller. You know, they'll they'll have like all sorts of like funny shit on their head, like a little funny hat, and then they have like a funny look. They act like kind of a little bit yeah. gay, and then they have like a whole thing, like a spiel, like a, a like an astrology thing. You should have gone that route. No, fuck you know that, what I'm saying? Man. Like, they make a lot of they make bank though, right? I made more bank than that, okay. definitely. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, way more. So no, no, not you didn't want to be a to you want to be a route. gay fortune teller. No, no. Mm. It wasn't my plan. But, you know, that, that's my story with never meet your heroes and even worse, never date your heroes. Midas, I, I wish from and, the and, bottom of yeah. my heart that you, uh, you find a relationship as pragmatic as Zeth, as Sethi's. What What's your relationship like, Sethi? Mm, that's a long story. What do you mean? A, a pair of loyal genetic elites. Yeah, it's kind of what we are. Something like that. Just has to bring her food. That's it. That's a good relationship, to be honest. Zero narcissism. Yeah. She she made me some food for dinner and stuff. I'm going to say say this really quietly. She doesn't hear me. Made some food for dinner and stuff. And then, (laughs) like, it was sitting there cooling on the countertop, you know, kind of like. um, And for some reason, I decided I was going to get some, like, you know, that, like, charcuterie meats, you know, that you get, like. And I took that and stuck them on some crackers and ate that. And then I was like, by the time she's like, hey, you ready to eat? I'm like, no, I'm full. <laughs> so, so and now I'm hiding over here on the corner talking to you retards. That makes me feel bad for your wife. Oh, man. She made you a home-cooked meal, Sethi. And you had... Maybe she's trying to pull And you, you had about, prosciutto and crackers. Sh- sh- yeah, something like that. She decided to go and, like, bring her work home. So she's working on her laptop and shit and, like... I don't want to have anything to do with that. So there you go. Here we are chatting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Work. Yeah, I know that story. <laughs> I never bring any of my work home. I get it done wherever I'm at and then I leave. She tends to but, like leave, but then bring it home with her paperwork. At least, and with her. at least you don't have to run out tonight and bring her food. That's true. That's usually the case in my case. It's like, oh, go get me some food. I'm like, okay. What do you want? She doesn't tell me what she wants. She's like, go get something. And then I'll get something. She's like, no, I don't want that. I'm like, Jesus Christ, just tell me what you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> Women. How, how many miles of the spider is the food deli- or food orders? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Quite a bit of it, actually. Um, there are too many things I need to do except go run around and grab food, I suppose. <laughs> I'm like, my, I'm like a, um, what do you call it? Like a DoorDash driver, sort of. But, um, but you know, it's fun driving the car, so I, I don't mind. Speaking of which, you know that okay. that like Tesla Roadster thing looks pretty fucking dope. 
don't know. I haven't seen it. He redesigned it, right? Yeah, it's like a. It, it goes like you know he's cl- they're claiming it might go zero to sixty in less than a second or some nonsense. Man, that's some. I'm gonna. I'll really want to see it. That's the car you're, you're talking about since the beginning. Yeah, it's, it is really good looking. Holy shit, man! It's a little coupe. No, it's pretty that's, decent. Wow. Um, it's it's decent looking car, but it, it should go pretty quick because it's super light and it's just battery powered. So the torque is ridiculous. So it probably does go that fast. But like, even if it did, like shit, your tires wouldn't last very long. Did, like, did he still have a jetpack on it or a jet thing on it? I don't think so. Jet that was the what? original plan. Right? I think it was going to do like zero to 60 yeah. in like two, 1.9 seconds or something like that. No, yeah, not the base paper. model. That's the, the base model doesn't have that. There's another version that he's wanted to make of the Roadster that will have, or that he says will have like a little bit of rocket boost to it. <laughs> the profile like, here, view. Like comes, the side here view comes Speed Racer. Like, you know what I want? I want to blow a button in the middle. And then, like a fucking drone that sh- just launches out of the hood in the frunk or whatever. Yo, Sefi, make me a co-host here. Oh yeah, one sec. I just want him to f- to finish the fucking roadster. He's been talking about that shit since like the beginning, and it just keeps <laughs> exactly. like it's the car that just never it never comes to fruition, and it always captures everybody's attention. Apparently, it finally will be released like next year. Maybe it says twenty twenty six. Yeah, one of my buddies got the Cybertruck, and I went and checked it out. That is the ugliest fucking thing in person I have ever seen. Like, dude, that thing yeah. is so fucking ugly. It's it's dumb looking. I don't like it at all. Dude, it, I like it. in person, man, I, the inside is kind of cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, that, the inside's kind of cool, but, dude, the fucking shape from the outside. Like, I was standing behind that thing. Well, I actually drove up right behind it, and I was like, Dude, that thing looks like yeah, ass. Either, either, either everyone was too afraid to tell him that it was ugly, or they have a bunch of uh, autistics in the design team. I mean, that shit is pretty. It, dude, it's unique. It's unique, so it'll be popular. But like, yeah. Well, you know, the other thing is, by the time the Roadster comes out, the other car that's coming out is the new, um, the electric Porsche Cayman, and they have those like really high voltage batteries and all that shit coming out. So that thing looks badass. It's probably going to be pretty awesome, too. Yeah, but it's a Cayman. I, I want them to do it on, on you know, one of the better Yeah, but, but but Porsche puts, like, a much better, um, they, they do a much better, like, uh, like, sports platform, so to speak. Whereas the Tesla Roadster, I'm just not so sure of, like, how good the rest of the car is, besides the fact that it's fast. Maybe it's no, good. I don't it's, know. it's true. Tesla, some of the detail works on some of these Teslas are, are not great, but the shape of this Tesla Roadster is pretty sick. It looks like the old 360 Medinas, if you remember those from the side. Yeah, it, it, yeah it has kind of like that little wedge look. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's not bad. A lot of cars have copied that, the front light type of idea that Porsche came up with. You know, it's like these lights with the little funny little, you know, like the airflow opening at the front kind of look to it. Didn't you just buy a Porsche last year, Sefi? Yeah, I got that 718. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. It's pretty yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, it's really good. Like, it's, uh, um, I really enjoy it. Like The sound, the, the everything is really great. I like the top-down effect. It's really great. That's the problem with electric cars. You get none of that fun. The sound is just pure quiet. It's kind of gay. Yeah, that, that's true. Is that your first convertible, Sefi? Yeah, first convertible, yeah. I love yeah, that. Those I've never favorite. bothered with a um a simple seat vehicle before um either. So this is the don't, first time. Don't you don't you feel exposed with the top down? No, not, not really. really. It's actually liberating. 
and amazing. Highly, yeah, it feels great. Um, yeah. I highly recommend it if you haven't actually highly. considered it. I would never have thought myself a convertible guy. I'd be like, why the fuck would I want this? It seems like it would be a pain in the ass or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's the boat I'm in. But and except- that's, that's what I would have thought. And my son's like, no, you got to get this thing. You want to get this one. It, was, it actually happened to roll in like the day we went there. Um, it wasn't something I had really planned. It just been, it was sitting there and he and I were like, um, <laughs> he's like, you need to get this. Believe me. It's like, it, it'll stay, maintain its value. It's like, the, it's a fucking high nice, shit. Nice. It's like reviewed like crazy. And I'm like, okay, fine. So he talked me into it. Yeah. You better uh, let him drive it around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he did. He played yeah. around with it. I left it with him at, in college for a week and then he shipped it to me after he was done playing around. Nice. He you know, drove, he got laid that week. That's for sure. Yeah. He, he drove it through some mountains and whatever. I don't know what he did. <laughs> Anyway, but um, yeah, he had a good time, and then he sent it. He shipped it to me, but yeah, he he. I wouldn't have thought of uh, the convertible being so fun, but like now that I think about it, it's like even if it was like if you're picking up something like even like a little, I mean, fuck, even a little Miata or something, it doesn't really matter. Like there's something. It's quite liberating having that top down. I think it's probably the way same way like motorcycle people feel, but the difference is you don't have to wear a helmet and shit. So it's like right between like a car and a motorcycle in terms of the feel. You get a bit of the wind, you get a little bit of the, but the, even the wind's not that bad. So when you put pull the side windows up, the the airflow takes the 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 air right over your head. You don't really feel it that much. And the other thing that's cool about it is like, so if it's really cold, like it's sub zero weather, you might think, oh, you have to put the top up. Not really. It feels great in the cold actually because you can turn the the engine's so gigantic in this thing. You can turn the heat up all the way, and it just basically like creates kind of like a i don't know it's just it's just nice and warm it do, it actually doesn't feel cold at all they're all set up like that too to heat while you're driving with the um the top down like the s2000 and all the cars they'll have like vents set up in places for so that they you can they heat you you know like they create like yeah a little, it, it does a pretty good job heating you so like you 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 can have the heat come down to the to the floor you know and then it just comes upwards yeah and then it's interesting how the when the windows are up and you have air going over it when the car's moving it's like a pressure it's like a pressurized cabin. It's weird. Yeah. You wouldn't think that it would be that warm, but it's pretty decent. Um, even in the rain, it's funny. Like it could be raining just a little bit, and as long as you're moving, the the water doesn't even come in the car. It's weird because the air just pushes all the water to the, away. It's pretty cool. Have you done the night driving in the stars yet? Uh, not much. No, I need That's to take it cool out to like. I wanted to go on a long distance trip with it. I wanted to go like maybe like. I don't know, Colorado or something like that. That'd be nice. Um, like, you know, and then like take it across the country a little bit. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, head to like the West coast and, you know, head down the highway and stuff. Yeah. Like do something memorable. would be really cool. Do but it in like I, August I, with the Perced meteor shower. That's what we've done with our, cause I have a little BMW convertible and it's, it's pretty neat, man. You can drive up in yeah, the mountains or whatever. Yeah, same, and, same concept. Yeah. 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 So you like, you like yours too. The same thing, yeah. No, and, and I've had I've had S two thousand and a, a lot of cars, like, but they're yeah, always up, convertibles up, now. Up, you're a car guy, aren't you? Yep. The S two thousand reference, I immediately knew it. Yeah, yeah. S two thousand means you're a little, little bit of a car guy. I was yeah, just too tall, man. Like I had the S two thousand, I still would. I would still have that car to this day if I wasn't so tall. But they they're made for little people, not for people that are six foot or taller. But like, but look really? up seven one eight spider. It's really one of the prettiest convertibles ever. Like. Like a, a probably of all time, it's it's yeah, I, right I, up there I at the top. Looked it it's up beautiful. the other day. It is pretty nice, actually. Uh, and, there's some interesting even things even like the, there's some interesting things like the Shelby people produce, like um, like Shelby yeah. Cobra type vehicles that can be pretty awesome too. 
Those cars are good for going in straight lines, though. Like the Porsche is way better in the curves, man. Like you, oh, you, got, yeah. you got the better car between that and, the, and anything. No, the, 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 the handling on the Spider is just like just as good as you can get, kind of for that size. It's a pocket rocket too because it's so small. And then the like, it's not as bad for a daily driver because you can you, the 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 car is so small that you're actually pretty far away from people's you know doors and things. So you can actually use it. Um, like if you go buy like fancy supercars and shit, the biggest problem, like even a 911, the biggest problem is you have to go find a place to park that fucking thing. <laughs> like, and if you have busy parking places that you go to, um, you don't feel like you can leave it anywhere without getting it uh, messed up. Uh, yep. um, based on the fact that you drive a Beamer and, and you're an S2000 guy, I'm, I'm also assuming um, as it follows that you're an M3 fan, like the old school V8 M3s, aren't you? Yeah, like the E, the E, like what yeah. was it, A82s or whatever. Or the... Yeah, yeah, those are pretty fucking sick. I love yeah, those yeah. are really sick. Kind of those old school M3s. I don't the know if I like with, with that with that platform is they spin bearings a lot or like they have problems with the crank too. But once you get those things like figured out, I'll, I'll, like Steffi was saying the other day, BMWs like they're they're going to have lots of problems and they all the different models have their own little quirks. But once you like you know figure out what those problems are and and, and get them figured out, like dial them in, you're good to go for at least a, the, a while. The, the plus sides generally on like anything with a 911 based engine is. Um, they've made so many of that engine and it's so reliable. So it's like, it's really like a Porsche is more like living with like a Toyota. Yeah. And you know, like, I think I looked up the average um, mileage on people's Porsches and it's like people run those to like 200,000 plus miles. They don't break. It's the best luxury brand of all of like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. sure. So you don't have, you don't have to worry about like a whole bunch of of like V sixes too. the fact that they're V sixes and they get that kind of performance out of them. Like historically too, I, I mean, it it really is pretty fucking impressive for sure. Yeah, the Spiders basically has a, a naturally aspirated um, V6, which um, is basically like one of the 911 engines they stuffed into it. And um, I've had a a Porsche with a turbo on it before, and um, the trouble with the turbo is is like depending on how they produce that, it's got too much turbo lag. And there are times when you're like just doing something stupid, like crossing an intersection. It's a really busy intersection. You just want to make sure that the car goes. And you're like, holy shit, there's turbo lag and someone's about to hit me. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. So after that, I got kind of like, I didn't like turbos after that at all. And so the natural aspirated engine in this is this instantaneous power, which is pretty cool. You should put a supercharger on it. Supercharger on top of the <laughs> natural aspirated? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want instant power, like that's just linear wise. The power curve is the same. Like you you get it right when you push your, your foot in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, on this, like, it's it's pretty quick um, without doing all that. I think the zero to sixty is like probably like like three and a half to four seconds or something. It's good enough. Like, it feels really great. Besides, which you're not like trying to launch control these things most of the time anyway. It's this. It's the handling on the curves that makes it fun. Yeah. Like people that worry about the like top speed and stuff. That's just pointless. Um, you're rarely like really testing that anyway, unless you're on some drag strip. Yeah, but when you're a little kid with Lamborghini posters, I mean, that's the way to of go. Of course, you know? of course, yeah, the zero to sixty. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I still have my my Diablo and Contosh posters lined up all of over. Course, my wall. Yeah. yeah, like the Lamborghini Mira and the, the Countach, the originals. <laughs> yeah, Miria is a little early for me, but when I, I think those like, are even slow, aren't they? Like the Countach or whatever. Yeah, they weren't great. Countach, yeah, I think in, so. into like today's terms, they're not even fast. No, if you if you've if you've seen one of the old Countaches uh, and you go see one today, 
you're like, holy shit, that's a piece of shit car. <laughs> like, it was just pure <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, dude, but back in the day, so I was like five years old. So I no, of course, you, you're completely in love shows. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it no. Like a fucking spaceship, man. It's ridiculous, you know? All the but little yeah, vents. The, in, the interiors were like terrible on those things. Uh-huh. God damn. Oh, it looked like the, like, what would it be? Like, imagine like a Simon Says toy, you know, the little thing with the little lights on it. That's better designed than than the interior of an old Lamborghini. Like, you know, it's just like stupidest. Um, It's just terrible. Quite frankly, it's just not, it was not even, even for those days, it wouldn't be considered good. The colors are what got me. They had like burgundy, like red for the whole inside of those things where the, you know, the dash and the carpet and everything was the same. Yeah, Lamborghinis always struck me as kind of like this bling model thing, and basically, um, yeah, and and not really like fun and safe to drive. Apparently, either like pretty pretty bad handling, pretty much the opposite of Porsche. So yeah, I mean most most of the time I've always had like kids and stuff to cart around or whatever, so I've never really bothered with uh, much of a sports car. Um, it, like this is the first sports car I've gotten in a very long time. Like I think when I first graduated, I had a. I don't know, with the original G35 coupe from Infinity or something. Like, I just, I bought myself one of those when I first started. And yeah, those are pretty quick, them. too, though. They have, like, a yeah, three point it's not bad. or whatever. In them. But, man, it's a, but talk about a death trap. Like, so it was a really, those are, like, really, really good um, engines. It was, like, a Maxima engine back in those days. It was yeah. really good. Um, and at the time, the styling was beautiful for what you paid for it. Like, you know, coming out of college and coming out of uh, school and just buying a new car and stuff. It was really nice. But the thing is, like, the reason it was a death trap is, man, like, like a heavy front engine with a rear wheel drive, rear-wheel drive fuck, yeah, like that. Yeah, where it's they're just like they're just for show only. Like if you try to do anything, you're gonna die. My wife <laughs> had one Nissan Z's too, right? What's that now? The, uh, the what's that? I was gonna say, isn't that the same for all the the Nissan Z series, like two fifty, three fifty, three seventy? Exactly, exactly. No. no, like it's the the any kind of cornering on those things is somewhat dangerous. They'll 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 slip out on you pretty easily if you're not. So like you know the age of people that drive those things are usually when you're younger because you don't have you know it's like maybe your first starter sports car or something, and then that's a good way to get yourself killed. <laughs> it's kind of a funny little car, but yeah, front engine, rear wheel drive, especially if it's a, a manual, right? So I think that mine was a manual, it was a six speed manual. And it was like you decided you want to like fuck around. You're gonna find out. Like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna lose the back end and start sliding somewhere. So that's the frustrating part about those. That's why like this spider is such a mu- it's so much more of a drivable car. Like you can actually use the power in it without feeling like you're about to die. And they put like now now these new tires they put on these these Michelin Cup twos. Holy shit, they're good. Like what are they? <laughs> they stick to the Michelin. Uh, so like back then i used to get like the first generation pilot sport tire yeah that's what i'm gonna say usually they, if you're for pilot sports right the then they got pilot, now now pilot sport twos are out and then now michelin has what's called the cup two c-u-p-p-2 i think and it's like a track tire almost yeah so it's like a blend the the title of the space here <laughs> the car guys <laughs> or some shit <laughs> <laughs> or whatever people can come in and talk about whatever they want i guess you want to talk about crypto real quick um chain link to btc just went green while btc is dumping just saying oh nice um yeah you're right um btc right. dumping i thought it was going up it was a 62 right no it's it's red now it's i believe negative one percent i believe yeah the link 
the link BTC chart dumped down to um, a link, yeah, a, a fib level. Yeah. You notice that, Morty? So I think the link reversal is here. You'll probably see it run now. Interesting. I've, I've been waiting for link to run to like maybe one, two, three, like three fib levels on the Bitcoin chart, which would run it to like something like 50 bucks or whatever. Back to all time high. That'd be fun. Anyway, but yeah, there's uh, things are getting to move now. I, I, that's what we were saying earlier. Like, the alpha here is whatever the fuck you're going to buy in crypto, buy it now and be done with it, especially in the alts. Um, and just like, it's just like load up and FOMO and you're done. Like, there's no scaling in or whatever the fuck else. All that stuff is for another day. Bonus point that they sell it on Coinbase too. In fact, Coinbase app was, um, I was just looking at it. It was the downloads was up to like 164 in the in the app store. So retail is coming. They're not all here yet, but not all here yet. No. Until we reach a hundred dollar link, then we can say they're all here. Yeah, of course. But I bought up last year. I hate those motherfuckers. They're like, get out, get out, and then they're like, don't, don't be buying anything in the bear market. You're gonna get wrecked fucking but when you start seeing the bull run come that's back the, that's the dumbest advice ever right start <laughs> yeah start start buying into these i'm like are you fucking retarded like those are the lowest prices you're gonna get on that shit and realistically most of this shit that's like a decent project like i don't know who said it earlier just throw a dart at it like dude i'm already on all the shit i bought like most not most of it actually but like a good portion of it i've already got 10 x's I've already got like five X on one of them. There's like a seven X on another, a shit ton of two X's. I mean, probably a dozen two X's that I'm up right now. And I it's like all those, I took all those two and a half, two to two and a half X's, three X's. I took them all and dumped them into Zephyr at the bottom. So it's like, so those are, it's already printing. Yeah, well, for me, I remember when meta stock Facebook, it was hitting 85 bucks, 90 bucks. Everyone was telling me to stay away, stay away. I'm like, fuck you guys. I was buying, 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 and now look who's the retard. Yep. Stocks are the same way the last two years. Just buy anything. Literally. Just throw a fucking dart. Yep. Unless well, unless it's China. Forget about China, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the China stuff. Yeah, that got a little bit wrecked, but yeah. But although now is a good time, probably. Yeah, maybe. Like, catching Chinese falling knives probably is pretty good now. Aren't they still having any real estate problems over there? And like, a, oh yeah, they've always had real estate problems. Well, I'm talking about like they've been on the verge of crashing, like cars. Yeah, it's it's really fucking bad. It's it's pretty damn bad over there right now for that. So I think they've got a long road to recovery in the real estate market, like maybe a decade. Yeah, I believe they've had problems with that shit since like 2017, but shit really went hit the fan in 2021 yeah it's a weird thing like i think the time of asian markets doing really really well maybe like could be stagnant for a long time like you guys said because like that publication that they showed like the birth rates in japan are just absolutely abysmal south korea is abysmal it's like if you say to yourself if i'm an investor american investor whatever right now and i want to buy some stock and some Asian stuff. The thing is like, um, you know, like the demographics do not speak good to like them being able to like outpace everything else over the next 10 years, 15 years. India. There might be some selected, there might be some selected companies. Yeah. India maybe, but the problem with Indian stuff is you don't know what the fuck to buy. Um, yeah. So there's like, 
that's like more wild west. You'd have to really do your research um, on that. Same thing with like South America and like things in Argentina, Chile, Brazil, all that stuff is like, you don't know what to buy. So it's like, I just threw darts at a dartboard and just picked a bunch of random shit that had high dividends and just parked them there. See how it goes. <laughs> that's pretty much the plan on those. Be nice Where to do you find out like a developing market with with like reasonable real estate investment opportunities, but it just doesn't seem to exist because there are like weird moities for like property ownership, um, weird like like norms like like in the Philippines, right? Like that's a growing fucking population, and real estate is at a premium, but people don't like buy and sell houses there; they just stay in the fucking family. So there's no way to get in on the market, you know. So. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. But it's like generational wealth or you're poor. One of the exactly. Two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up you were saying something. Well, I was just gonna say, where do you where do you buy those those uh different countries stocks at? Um just routine stuff like Fidelity and whatever has everything. Like Oh really? I, yeah. Really it's interesting though. If you own if you own individual stocks though, sometimes some of them you have to pay like if you're making dividends, you have to actually pay a tax to the government of that country or some shit. So they automatically deduct some off your dividends. Um, you'll see it on your little statement automatically. Uh, yeah, there's also ADR fees for other country type stocks too. You got to pay. Yeah, so there's different there's different things you can get, but yeah, you can get a lot of common things. Um, you know, like Petrobras is like an oil company in Brazil or something like that. So there's little things you can pick up, but. I don't know. Like a lot of that stuff has already run a little bit so far this year, this last year. Except China. Except China. Yeah. <laughs> China's the stuff you can get cheap now for sure. Assuming you can fi- figure out what's good. About a, Honestly, Alibaba is very cheap, but just, oh my God, bought, just the FUD around it. I bought a little bit of the like electric car companies out of China. They're wrecked really badly. Who? Neo? What's that? Neo? Yeah, Neo, Neo? and X. I literally sold all that XP shit. XPEV. So, so like, when they're while they're completely wrecked, they might be an option. The problem with China and the EV market is one one thing is their economy's ass. That's one thing. Second thing is there is too much competition for EVs out there. And yeah, that's what, I, I don't know. New it, goes it's back and it, forth it in China though, and he said like, uh like the infrastructure in the big cities for electric cars is really strong and they're like really common now. So I don't know much. Oh yeah. So like if you want to invest in EVs in China, you're very early, you know what I mean? Like it's not going to blow up overnight. Yeah. It's a really, really long term. Not only that, but if you pick up the stocks when they're like, fuck like 80% down or whatever, like, you know, most of the risk has been squeezed out of it. So it's not too bad. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah, yeah. I, don't know too much. I don't know too much about it, though. I just sort of like, it's more darts at a dartboard. Doesn't China have like two stuff. tiers of, of stocks that you can purchase? And, and like, if you're a foreign entity, I, I thought you couldn't, thought you couldn't purchase like their, their I don't, I don't know, whatever, stuff. whatever like happened to be on Fidelity. It's like, I didn't go out of my way or anything like that. It's truly just picking some random shit. What did you guys do? Where did you go, Bruce? Oh, sometimes I just leave just to see what happens. And what happens usually is that all the girls. We leave. had some. We had some nice stories actually. Midas told us his story about his like rap career and like his rap girlfriend and how that went poorly. Um, very interesting stories today. He talked cars. That was fun too. Yeah, how to kill people. 
That was interesting. Midas is Takeshi six nine. Hey, hey, hey. Coach Bruce finally here. Wait, did he cut out? I think so. Not sure. Something happened. I, I think I cannot hear him. Oh. Coach Coach Tristan back. I think Midas is to reconnect maybe, because I just connected fresh. Oh, okay. Yeah, so how's the um the journey to visit all the followers going, by the way? Having a good time? Um Yeah, I mean it's okay. I give I give people love if they need it. Generally I like meeting up with haters. That's cool. I think it's transformational in many ways. Um yeah, it's good. The main question I have for all of you is is why is it that whenever I leave, all of the girls also leave? Uh, they're here just to listen to your voice. Because you're Tristan Tate. But I'm I'm just I'm genuinely curious. Like, why do they seem to come when I'm here? And then when I leave, they all leave. Like why are there no girls here now? Why have they all left? I think it has to do with your accent and your voice, your deep voice and your accent, British accent. It just turns them up, you know, like I don't know. I think that's I think that's um diffusing my medicine's impression of a British accent is quite frankly terrible. You, he wants us to say that we had too many incel stories and, and we made them all leave. But the truth yeah. is that they just they follow him back into the space. I'd like I'd like you to say I take responsibility for being boring and only talking about like Yeah, you guys talked about shooting people in the face for like thirty minutes is probably something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, if the girls can't handle it, they can't handle Could it. Be. What are we going to do? Yeah, I went to eat potato salad, and I came back, and you guys were still talking about shooting people in the face. It was funny. Yeah, we covered booby traps, too, by the way. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of poison dart conversation. Yeah, Bruce, like, um, have you met the my ninja, Bruce? The guy that I hired to kind of, like, roam around and make sure that uh, no one's following me. What do you mean? Pays its value without a yield. Yeah, it's like a think Batman, except like I hire him. Something like that, at least. Now you understand why they leave, right, Bruce? Um, I feel myself zone out then. Yeah, I think it's not much to do with the voice. I think it's the subject matter. Well, we talked about rap girlfriends and stuff. I'm, I don't know what to tell you. I think it's the spirit yeah. of the thing. Yeah, I think, I think you've got you. You most of you people are like details guys. You're all in the you're all in the details, talking in a very dry way, and that is relatively repulsive. Women don't care about details; they just want to feel something. And we also don't have a luxurious baritone British accent. Yeah, but I I only got that because I love God. A certain degree of practice and like vocal adjustment 
over a period of years gets you that accent. Anyone can do it, really. It's a medical fact. Speaking of medical, I got a medical question. Oh, boy. Here we go. Hey, what's your opinion on, like, uh, stuff like NyQuil and stuff like that? How bad is that shit for you if you can't sleep at night? Um, you're using it to sleep. It's not such a good thing to do. I mean, let's say rare once in uh let's say once to two weeks or sorry, once or twice a week is it because you can't sleep. Try Benadryl. Yeah. Simple Benadryl is probably better. It, it's what's in there anyway. But the thing is NyQuil and all that has like decongestants and whatnot. So you get a lot of stimulant effects. And that. Like, it's like, taking an upper, it's, like taking a, it's like taking an upper and downer at the same time almost. It doesn't make any sense to sleep with it. Isn't it literally like what they make meth out of? It has like dextromethorphan or whatever in it? Yeah, yeah. It has things like that. So, yeah, it's probably not. So pretty much I'm taking meth to go to sleep? A, a touch of Benadryl is probably Weird, right? Yeah. It, it won't really harm you or anything. And, you know, if it's only every so often, it's probably fine. You know, what ha- What really helps is that you can start, like, counting money, like, $100 bills and start to feel the dollar in your hands just as you're going. Oh, Jesus, this hell. reminds me. Bruce, you know, my wife did yesterday. She downloaded this app on the uh, phone called, like, it's not for meditation exactly. It's called Calm. Have you seen this thing? Uh, yeah. It's probably one of the going ones. So she she got this thing and the thing tells you like little stories like for example we're going to, for a walk in the woods in um i don't know yosemite mountains or something it was and this guy is narrating the walk through the woods and the you know the smell of the trees and the whatever the noises in the forest and he just goes on and on like that and um the thing is it put her to sleep okay but then it was irritating the fuck out of me tell it you you can tell her to use like headphones, you know, that's some technological advance that appeared a couple of years ago. Headphones while you sleep, I don't know. Yeah, that's anyway, she, she thought it was interesting. She tried it. I don't know. That's a, I've had problems in relationships because I like to fall asleep watching TV. So like if it's someone who likes to sleep with like silence and quiet, it's actually kind of a problem. Like uh, <laughs> it's just two different, two different things. Yeah, if I was a girl, I will divorce you. <laughs> Do you wake up in the middle of the night and turn it off? What? No, I, I wake up actually and I like hit the next video and I just fall asleep five seconds later. I'm just conditioned to sleep with stuff on. Man, that does sound terrible. How the fuck do you guys sleep in a bull market? <laughs> That's a good point. I woke up way too early today because I woke up and it was at 62,000. Like, like, yeah, like literally today when fucking Chainlink shot up. It was like 5 a.m. here. I'm like, fuck, how am I going to go to sleep now? This was the first morning where I was like, oh, shit, it's a bull market. I woke up and was like, damn. <laughs> and then they dumped it on us. Yeah, that was pretty obviously coming today. That was like, like, I could not believe we had another leg up today. I was like, Jesus, really? Just want to point out that our, our girl density increased over the last two to three minutes since coach came back. Yeah. It's because they waited for him to come back, and then they sneak back in here. I'm going to kick all of them out. Okay, are they actually girls, all or are they Milady JPEGs? Or do we know these are girls? All you girls that only come back just for Bruce, I'm kicking your ass out. Not for this. <laughs> I come in here just for Bruce, too. Yeah, and if they don't come up here and actually say something, I'm going to be really upset. 
That's because they're not real girls. They're just milady pictures. See, Phil, though, I don't, I don't go to sleep to I'm videos. Real girls. I, I, go to, I go to sleep to uh, Coach Bruce sound bites. Just play them <laughs> on repeat. Oh, I've slept to plenty of Sefi's faces, definitely. Sefi's voice is very good at inducing sleep. Yeah, that's actually true, though. That's, that's not a joke. And they're like seven hours long, so sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't sleep. All right, go to Terra Spaces. There we go. Like listening yeah, like to Sefi radio over here. 11 p.m. East Coast time. It, it just it coincides perfectly. <laughs> like listen to Coast to Coast except crypto nonsense. Yeah, you should sell this as a product to like DJs with sleep problems. Like quit your, quit your ambient addiction and try this. I have a confession. Quit your meth addictions and try this. Hey, Sir Stinky, how are you? I have a confession. I have a leverage yeah. addiction. A leverage addiction? What What have you got? What have you leveraged? Have you like promised uh, someone a kidney or just, what? It just all started in 2021 or 2020. No, 2020 when I, I found out about Ave. And ever since, I, this is my website. I feel like if I'm not using Ave and using leverage, I feel like I can't get some sort of wealth. But now I'm yeah, that's, like, that's like responsible though. You're doing good, man, because you can only go up to like 100% on Abe. So like you cannot possibly hurt yourself too badly. That is true, but I'm also a Link Marine and we're autistic. And sadly, Chainlink on the Ave market, they don't give you much um, like of a loan to value ratio. So oh, okay. you can get liquidated way easier. And you know how Chainlink is. Sergey just dumps one fucking Friday to yeah. feed his team and... You're liquidated of your whole account. And you miss a whole. He actually watches the Ave positions. He waits till Ave gets loaded up, and then he liquidates everyone. <laughs> it might be. What are you gonna say, Safi? Oh, nothing. Yeah, sounds um, sounds like you have a gambling problem. Yeah. Um. I. If we're gonna go one step further in this confession circle, I probably have like six k in credit card debt. That I'm just gonna try to gamble in the crypto market away so i can maybe double the triple then i'll pay it back i'll just go to blackjack to be honest what, what's your apr on those like 20 percent right now yeah one's one's killer probably in 20 to maybe 28 range um yeah it's one like has, 30 now phil though but one's a zero percent card that expires in november um and that has <laughs> the higher bill number on it so i i really need to get some money out of chain link so please what does that mean please. it expires they just come take your car in november or what oh no that's when the zero percent interest ends and i'm gonna get start oh, getting okay. charged for interest but yeah i'm, I'm a 23 year old Gen. I, I live in new york city so rent's really expensive and when i can i put money aside to crypto and it's been going up i feel like i'm left out like i'm, I'm one of these few people that haven't like used their credit card uh whatever uh, up to like, I haven't used my credit card to like buy a bunch of coins and things. You don't buy coins with it. You put your living expenses on it. Yeah, I just buy gas with mine. You try to you try to gamble it. Basically, if you think the market's gonna double or triple, you might as well use your money that you put on living expenses on the card and take that risk. Yeah. Oh, okay, but I do that anyway. You're saying just pay the interest. Yeah. Um, but if you can, a 0% card you can get for like 12 to 15 months is even cooler. Yeah. Or you could just go get a fucking personal loan and throw it straight into crypto like some idiots who are speaking right now. I need a couch. Hey, just add me next time, all right? Sounds like that's exactly what Drew has done. 
I think Drew's just writing the loan terms to him. Like, are you guys sure? All right. No, yeah. If you guys do have any loan terms, hit my DMs. Willing to take it. Um, I'd say moderate credit score, young 20-year-old. I can pay you back. If I can't pay you back, I'll ask my mom. Um, she worked oh, a lot you have a co-signer. It's all, dude, always go for the co-signer. I'm down. I'll loan you whatever. Word. We'll check no. your mom's credit rating. Like, like, where does your mom Anybody work? Else? Does she have a good job or what? All right, I can't Anybody be doxing myself. Has a confession? Further. I already doxed myself a little bit. Sir, St- Sir Stinky, do you go uh, skiing in the Catskills? Uh, actually, not a skier. Um, big fan of the EDM scene, though. So, a lot of New York City shows I'll be at. What's some good EDM Cause... events you've been to? What are some of the nice, like, who do you like? Uh, Eric Prides. He put on a cool show a couple months ago. Is it Prides or Prids? Prids. Uh, it's Prids. That's old oh, school, man. You listen to Paul Oakenfold too? Uh, I do not. Dead, <laughs> Dead Mouse? Uh, I have respect for Dead Mouse, but I wasn't really around. I'd say I, I probably started growing up during that Avicii Skrillex era, early wow. 2010s. That's late, crazy. Late we got kids that grew up without Dead Mouse. I still feel like Mouse is the master, though. There, there was like almost nobody can like is hit the maestro at that level. Oh, I hear Daft great Punk things is, about his shows. Pretty cliche, but Daft Punk did some pretty cool shit. Yeah, you're right. Daft, Daft Punk was great, some, but yeah, I mean, Daft if, Daft if you like trance, too. like Oakenfold, DJ Sasha back in the early 2000s, on like BBC Radio One with Pete Tong, that's uh, those are the glory days. There are so <laughs> many good mixes on there. You know what else you might like, Stinky? Um, uh, you probably like Junkie XL. J U N K I E X L. That's some pretty hype shit. Um, he's done some soundtracks and things for like Red Bull and some other people. Um, might want to find some of their stuff, his stuff. And then there's like, uh, uh, I think the, the, I, I sent Bruce these, uh, some of the quintessential, um, uh, Dead Mouse is, uh, like Polaris is really good. P O L A R A S. That's, you definitely want that one. Uh, you probably will like it if you like Prids and stuff like that. Um, you'll like um, Dead Mouse. Uh, what is it? HR. Like, let me see. Hold on. I'll tell you one you'll really like too. You definitely want to jot these down. <laughs> oh really yeah, good. I'm saving one Spotify right now. Here you go. So the other one you want is uh, so yeah, Polaris is one, and the other one is HR eight nine three eight. Yeah, HR eight nine three eight is the. Um, there's another dead mouse, and you'll like that one a lot as well. I'm pretty sure. Uh, another one you'll really like a lot is Fourware. F. I mean, sorry, Sefie. four, four W A R E. Fourware from Dead Mouse. You'll love that one too. Sefi. Yep. Sefi. Do you have any confession? A confession. That you like to make? Yeah, like that time that you just heal a patient, or you save a, you know, a newborn, or that time that you know, like, you actually did something for humanity. Oh, I don't want to get into all that now. Do I have to? Then don't. Then don't. Don't talk about fucking dead mouse and all what's that the, shit. What's the uh, what's the biggest thing you've burned? An ant. My Ethereum? Without. Your Ethereum? <laughs> yeah, because I was fucking retarded at the time, and I wasn't aware of, like... I mean, at the time, there wasn't that many networks. Like, Polygon was probably more popular in 2021, but... I was using DeFi and Ethereum, and I'm 
I'm like a 20 year, I was a 20 year old college student at the time and I was making mad transactions on Aave. So then if you go on that website, like fees dot what the fuck, just like looking at that just makes me like really sick to my stomach. Just knowing how retarded I was just spending it like it was internet money or some like GTA, like Gatsby. Well, it literally is internet money. Though. Fees dot what the fuck? What is that? Has everyone here used a magnifying glass to, to burn anything? It's called like fuck fees yeah. dot what the fuck. It basically shows yeah. you how much you've spent in Ethereum in total and how much it's been worth right now. Definitely, yeah, yeah, I, I use I use the magnifying glass. I used a lot of magnifying glass back when I was a kid, and I used to like burn the ants and watch their little bodies just like you know. We used to have a sorry. we used to have like this like wooden like we used to have this wooden balance beam on the elementary school uh, playground, and um, like so we stole the uh, nice magnifying glass from the classroom and stuff. And we went and were playing outside with it. And we, we were like, like etching our names or whatever, like, you know, like our initials and stuff into it with just the, you know, flame. And then we, we had a good idea that, Oh, you know what? Like maybe we should just like put a hole through a pile of newspaper. And of course there's like, by that point, there's like a, a, a flaming ball of newspaper shit flying across the playground. Um, and like, we're like, holy shit, put it out. Maybe the teacher won't see that kind of thing. Um, it's a miracle. We didn't get in trouble. I don't know how that didn't, how that didn't happen, but I don't know. It was a different time. Those days you didn't go to the principal's office or anything. Oh, I remember, um, you, you ever played like that game capture the flag, you know, where you have like, um, you, you know, you, you have a flag and you have to go and like grab it from a defender and then you have to take it to your team side and keep it. Um, well, there, we used to have these, um, you know, how the, you played flag football where you have this kind of like strap around your waist. You have these little Velcro things with flags on them. We were using that for the, for the actual um, capture the flag game. And I went to go capture the flag and this is like fourth grade or something. And the kid had tied the, the fucking thing to the pole so you couldn't actually get it off right so i'm like what the fuck you tied the thing to the pole you cheater and then he and he stepped up to me and stuff you know like you know like to to fight and stuff and um and then i ended up like popping the kid in the jaw for no good reason honestly i don't know why i hit him like it's just silly (laughs) i popped him he goes down we both wind up in the front of the principal's office and um uh what was his name i think Brent or something. Anyway, so we're we're both like in the principal's office afterwards. Why are you fighting? Blah blah blah. I'm like, cause he's fucking. He tied the uh, capture the flag thing to the pole. Of course, I'm gonna punch him. And you know, of course, back in those days, that was normal. And the teacher's like, okay, yeah, don't do that again. You're, you know, your principal. And um, and you guys shake hands and be good friends. So after that, we shook hands. We were good friends. And um, he 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 shared with me a bunch of like uh, like hard rock tapes, like. At the time, I wasn't really into music at all. You know how you have those cassette tapes? You know, you stick them into the cassette player, you hit rewind and whatever. Uh, those little cassette tapes. And um, he let me borrow his, um, like, Def Leppard and some Poison or some hairband shit. And next thing you know, I'm like a hairband, like, like fan, like Cinderella. And I don't know, a bunch of UK hairbands and stuff. <laughs> and, like, that's how I became, like, it, 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 punching this kid affected my musical taste for, like, a few years. Very funny. So there you go. Confessions of a elementary school fight kid. Like he didn't he didn't know he didn't even just get a chance to hit me back even. He was just down. That was it. It's like fuck ow. <laughs> that was the end of it. It's a good thing I didn't break my mm. anyway. So 
So when I was a kid, I used to kill bees with the with bricks because I was living in Wales. You're a bad kid. Yeah, yeah, and I was living in Wales, so I, I had I used to dress, you know, like Harry Potter before the Harry Potter thing, like kind of like if you guys don't know, you're in a lot Wales. Of yeah, yeah, in the UK? I lived there for yeah in the UK uh-huh. for like four months, and I Why used were, to were dress. My aunt and my uncle lived there, so I was just so like, like what, sent. Age, what age were you there? My uncle was studying his uh, physicist uh, degree, like a doctorate or something, and my uh, my aunt, you know, she was just like living the dream with her husband and about to get her kid, and um, so my parents had this bright idea to send me to the to the UK so I could learn English. Which, of course, as you can notice by my accent and my fluency, didn't really work that well. But I do recall that I was in this, um, like, I used to live next to the school, and we had this little, little um, UK Wales house. And I will just, like, kill the bees with a fucking brick. Like, they will, I thought they were, like, bad for the environment. Uh, later in my life, I, yeah, I learned that bees, are, you know, bees are terrible for the environment. <laughs> Later, I, I learned it's, the opposite. You have so to kill I them stopped, all. Like, yeah. 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 I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm responsible for, you know, like killing a 1% of the beast population in this world. Um, but yeah, that was my, my, my scenes that I used to do. You're like an animal killer of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also, I also love to kill, you know, like, like ants and whatever. Fuck. I just like kick Bruce out of the space. My bad. Sorry, girls. You can just like block me for for doing that shit. <sighs> I'm a bad student. Oh, we're supposed to be owning up to our sins. Um, Bruce didn't own up to his though. He left before it was his turn. Yeah, he he's a bad bad coach. You know, as a coach supposedly you have to like guide people right towards the the light and and i don't see him doing that often like um i'm I'm feeling disappointed that he just left without saying like you know shut the fuck up midas or something um yeah so well i guess we we can go back to talking about cars and killing people and you know that shit you know, Ave and liquidations and crypto going up and down and sideways and blah, blah, blah. We even covered like poison darts briefly today. Yeah, yeah, poison darts too. The Uber, I, I don't know where is the Uber guy. We covered cartels. We covered rap battles and rap bitches. We covered like McDo- working at McDonald's. Something like we've covered a lot today. Seriously. We covered a little bit about China. China. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yep. What can China. damage yeah, your life yeah. the most? Ladies? Liquor or leverage? All of them. Lady boys. <laughs> A lady boy that you get on leverage. Fuck. Come confess your scenes with the lady boys. Oh, here's the Uber guy. Drew is back. <laughs> the Uber guy. <laughs> You know, if I if I found somebody like Drew, like his profile Jesus picture, Christ. driving the fucking Uber, and he's 
and I'm about to rob him. And I see, you know, like this weird, I don't know if it's a woman, a guy or something with that kind of wig. I will just like fucking leave that fucking Uber. It will just like drive me crazy. Damn, what the fuck did I walk into? The the Uber what? guy? Are you fucking serious? Come on, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Juice PFP for leg- legit is hard to look at. Yeah. It's like, it's like God yeah, damn. I've, I've thought about changing it like 20 times, but I'm pretty sure nobody would ever recognize me again. So I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty it. sure they will. I'm pretty sure they will. I think you can swap it out for something more pleasant. What am All I right, we'll, looking we'll work at? On it. Since, since you've already uh, got the Vault Boy, I'm probably going to put uh, some, something Skyrim related on there. So. Or whatever. Just, you know, but like, I don't know. All right. All right. But don't call me the fucking Uber guy. Jesus Christ. That was for like three or four months on the side. Asshole. Okay, so so how how about the Druber guy? <laughs> yeah, it's like calling Is that better? That's like calling Midas a rapper. <laughs> yeah, that rapper. That rap character. You you, you can call with him the, bitch the rap ass girlfriend. King. Huh? The yeah. rap king with the Yeah, yeah. That's good. I was I was hoping you'd be more like a, a reggaeton guy, Midas. No. No, actually, you know, the the hip hop heads, they're like super anti reggaeton. Really? So I think I would have I would have been better if I just like never listened to people and just be like the next daddy Yankee, because I look a little bit like him. Like I took some pictures and Dude, and you're the, doxing and yourself the, so bad this whole space, man. Holy fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm already doxed. Like if you if you really want to find me, you're gonna find me. So I I don't give a fuck. That's funny, man. I, I mean, I mean, who's gonna come to Mexico and try to wrench me? Up? <laughs> you right? have to get past the cartoon. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's not gonna happen. Like very hard to do so. But yeah. I remember, like back when I when it was like two thousand and um, four, when the whole gasolina, the gasolina song came out, and I went to Canada to meet some some friends that were also rappers, and we had we went to this little town. They picked me up. We went in the we were driving, and they start putting like this gasolina song, and it was fucking crazy because I they were like rapping in spanish or even like singing the fucking song in spanish and there was like this really huge fat ass guy next to me and whenever the the part of the girls just came out like like dame mas gasolina which means like give me more you know like semen or something like the guy was singing that part all loud in a girly voice and this was like this huge fat ass guy like i don't know like like 300 pounds and it was like, what? I was like, what the fuck? Do you know? Do you even know what you're saying? And he was like, no, I don't know what I'm saying. And I'm like, dude, you're you're saying like, give me some more like male liquid in my ass or something. And the guy was like, oh, really? So that's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You you dumbass motherfucker. You <laughs> you shouldn't like sing the girl part, especially in a sexual song to a guy that's a Mexican guy, like, like that sounds weird, bro. Like, what the fuck? See, dude, my, my best friend is Mexican-American, and he encourages me to say embarrassing shit like that before telling me what it is constantly. Yeah, that, that's like a common thing that you, you know, like a ritual that you must go on if you want to become like a really good friend of a Mexican. 
Like we have all these double speak, especially sexual things that we say. And and people like there is some guys that you can even speak anything to them because everything that you say and comes out of your mouth is like fucking sexual to them. It's like and, and they start laughing. You're you know, like if you're not so used to fucking Spanish, especially Mexican Spanish, you will be like Dude, why are you fucking laughing? No, it's true. Hey, you say something. We went to Costa Rica together. His older brother's married to this Costa Rican chick. And all the Costa Ricans would tell me that they basically sound like they're speaking gangster Spanish, which is fucking hilarious. So, Yeah, I, I never trust a Mexican, bro. Like, I'm a Mexican oh, dude, and I'm he's, telling he's you. My, he's 100% my best friend. It's fucking hilarious. So he, he introduces I'm, me to... Like family members is his Argentinian friend. That's why I'm so pale. Calls me Andres instead of Andrew. That's a good name. You know, that's a very good name. Andres Uber. God damn it. <laughs> Man, you, you said so. But yeah, you, you never, you should never, like, this is for everybody in the space. Like if, if you ever are with a Mexican and he starts telling you, to say some shit in Spanish, like never trust that motherfucker. Like not with language. You can trust him with your life. Like he's gonna be your fucking best friend and back you up for any kind of like crazy shit you decide to do. And he's gonna be like right next to you, saving your ass. But if you trust him with whatever he he tells you to do, or well, tells you to say to other girls in Spanish, like you're a fucking lost. Like 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 really. You, you should never trust them. I'm telling you by experience. Like, I will do the same, right? If you're here in Mexico and you're telling me, like, hey, I, how can I, you know, like, get laid with some girls? How, what should I say? I'm going to tell you to do some, like, say some fucking fucked up shit. That, that well, it might help you, you know, because you're going to make the girl laugh. Like, give me an yeah, example. Like, what's an example of something like this? What's the riz? I've, the, I've got one. I've got one. For the Mexican chick thing. I've got one. I got told this in Costa Rica. Cuanto colones quito en los pantalones. <laughs> you know, you, wait, what you, you say? How, how many what in the pants? What? I missed the. Go, go, go through. What's how the translation? You, how much for you to take off your pants? Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. And that'll work, huh? Absolutely not. Her, zero like, chance, zero her chance brother's going to come and fucking shoot you or something. Basically, yeah. Did it work for you, Drew? That's the question. Depends on the context. It works sometimes. Tall, tall, tall extra pale gringo works sometimes. Hmm. So what is it like? Midas, you have to be like, just get nasty or what? Like, what's the, what's the thing? Like what's gonna make For the, what's what's making the Mexican girl laugh? I don't know. Like whatever you say to girls in, in in all parts of the world, basically, what I'm saying is that don't trust your Mexican friend whenever he tells you something to say to a girl. Like that's yeah, because you get the example that I just gave, Sappy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you say it in in your like broken Spanish. She's gonna probably laugh. I'm like, this is a dumb motherfucker. Like, who told you to say that? 
and then you can just point to your friend and be like, yeah, this motherfucker. And, and then you can start, you know, like creating some kind of bond, getting uh, deep into sentimental stuff and be like, you know, I, I'm, I'm a dumbass because I trust this guy. He's my best friend. And, and I thought like he will tell me the right thing. And then you just you just hit it off. Right. So but but it's important to know that never, never, ever in your fucking life believe that what the Mexican guy is telling you to tell a girl, it's gonna, it's gonna make oh, you. You're saying, yeah, yeah. It's like don't. Yeah. It's not so much that the girls like funny shit. It's just that like the guy's gonna say something that uh, you should not repeat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, their goal is to perpetually embarrass you at, at every. Time. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That and it's so fucking funny. I love. I love to do that. Midas, I take it you don't like any EDM, do you? I got I got the phone call during that conversation. You're not an EDM guy, are you? Not really. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if I'm on shrooms or acid or something, like, yeah, sure. It's it's way better than rap music. Like, you shouldn't do any rap music whenever you're like fucking tripping on on LSD or anything like that. But I I rather have some electronic music. But you know, like the the do you know this uh, the psycho kind of uh, electronic music like that that fucks me up. What you mean, like uh, dubstep? Yeah, nobody likes that. That shit's fucking up. No, no, not not dubstep. There's like I, I don't know what you call that in the states, but it's like this super fast music. It's just like uh, what's what's the name of this band? The the sh something mushrooms or something i i don't recall that name but they used to make this like super fast electronic music that is just like it's like listening to your fucking brother right in spanish speaking to you like blah 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 you shut the fuck up so yeah it feels kind of like that who's muting why are you muting people sefi are you a dictator that's, that's the yeah, I'm a dictator. What? Your you're you're stupid fucking machine gun noise. I was trying to meet you, but I couldn't because you're co-host. No, you can. Or I just, oh, I, I just okay. accidentally pushed the button. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. Good. <laughs> now, does anybody else wants to like have a? Does anybody else has a confession to make? Like real deep from the heart, not your average stuff. Serious stinky, please. Your leverage and all your Bitcoin, blah 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 blah. We all have been there. We all suffer from that. We're talking about really soul stuff, like deep from your from your gut. No, you guys are fucked up. Like you really need to have you know some spiritual experience to. Midas, it's really only a matter of time until we all get docked. There's only so much you can say. You're gonna get docs eventually, bro. Like the fucking the fucking AI is gonna know what you said. These spaces are recorded. We already talked on the other space about this. Like somebody's gonna find whatever you said and just like put it up all together. Like Dr. Daniel here, who is ben, an AI expert, ben posts he all probably this, knows this. Ben posts all this stuff from Terra Spaces on like it gets recorded and it gets stuck on the internet, and then like people listen to it on like I don't know, I think he puts it on Apple 
podcast or something, it, the stuff goes out a lot farther, farther than you think. It's like kind of funny. So I've, uh, I've got one for you, actually. I've got a confession for you. Um, fortunately, this has already been vetted by the FBI. Um, <laughs> so my grandfather was in EOD for 25 years um, from the 1950s uh, through the 70s. Um, diffused a lot of bombs. Um, oh, okay. and back, back then, there weren't like civilian demolitions companies. And there also wasn't bomb squad. So he did a lot of civilian demolition stuff, too. Um, and he had access to the salvage yards. And back then, he could quite literally take uh, explosives, debt cord, um, you know, plastic explosives, things like that from the Army salvage yards and use them for civilian demolitions. Anyway, he buried a whole fuck ton of it in his backyard. Um, like five or six hundred pounds of explosives and debt cord and a whole bunch of other things. Um, back in the 70s, 80s, died in the 80s. Um, my grandmother sold the house to one of her kids. Um, he sold it in 2002, right after 9-11. Um, and uh, the, the new owners excavated the backyard. Uh, and found the explosives, and he was investigated by the FBI right after 9-11 for like two years until they realized that it, it belonged to my grandfather. But uh, yeah, he did a, a bunch of crazy stuff. He made his, uh, he, he blew up his single mom's uh, shed with dynamite that he had stolen from a quarry when he was nine years old. He blew off two of his fingers making his first timed bomb when he was 15 years old. Um, and uh, yeah, he was a crazy fucking dude. Crazy dude. They don't make them like that anymore. That's for sure. But there you go. There's a confession. Yeah, they'll put them in. Like, if you have those kind of tendencies now, they'll put you in sort of like diversity training or something and maybe convince you that really what you have is repressed feelings about becoming a girl and then they'll take off your penis. <laughs> That's what they'll do now, man. Like, don't tell anybody about that shit. Like, they'll tie you up and, like, I don't know, cut off your ding dong. It's not cool. Have you heard about, um, this, um, I think it was like the grandma or the mother of somebody who donated her body to science and ended up being in the exploded in the military. Like, like her body, her dead body was found in a military camp in the U.S. Just like blew up by Wait, some explosives. The body blew up. What? Yeah, yeah. And and the guy was like the like the son or something. He was like pretty pissed off because he was like, yo, you know, like my mom or my grandmother or whatever it was she didn't sign up for this like she wanted her body her organs and whatever to be used for science and to further understanding like what can it be done to organs and organ donor whatever but it ended up being used as an explosive kind of like test and um yeah i read the news like a couple of years ago about that shit and it it just struck me like I don't want my body to be, you know, like exploded or something in the future. That's why I'm not a donor. That is the weirdest concern you have, man. You, I don't know. I don't know. You know, there is there is another news that I, let's, I saw let's recently. take turns. Let's say like, OK, let's say we, you, you like Midas uh, donated his body to science and it arrives at your doorstep because you're like the experimenter or whatever. Um, Okay, like Phil or Drew, what what are you gonna do with Midas's body? If you guys are even is Phil, are you there? <laughs> like, I was thinking I was gonna like g 
get like a gigantic um, like catapult, like a trebuchet type thing, drop your body into a ball, stick it in there, and like <laughs> fire it into like a fucking skyscraper. You know what I'm saying? I like Midas's that's body that's gets fired across the city into a skyscraper. Um, and we can just we can determine like how much damage can be done to a building using Midas's body. <laughs> I like the trebuchet idea. That reminds maybe, me of high school when we built those and we launched watermelons. Or maybe like I don't know. Is there a way to attach Midas's body to a railgun? Like maybe it would tear to pieces before it gets like fired at something. But maybe you could take out like a ship or something with it. Like right, like you just stick it in there. And you go like, I don't know, what do they say? Fire in the hole or something. You just like, bam, and then and it makes that crazy sound. And then boom, next thing you know, like a destroyer goes down. And there's like water coming out of this into the side of the hole. And uh, Midas's body is like, I don't know, maybe. That's a lot of mass if you think about it. You're getting really imaginative today today with all these uh, like weapon schemes. Fucking rail guns and catapults, poison darts. Yeah. Choosing violence today for some reason. I'm not sure why. Yeah, you have some dark thoughts, Sefi. Like, is that the same thing that you use? Or something? Yeah, do you do that with your patients? Because I'm getting worried, you know? Yeah, there's this one guy today. Um, he was laying there and he um, he's in a coma because basically he arrested because his he's got like infection in his heart. He's got, he's using meth and stuff. And um, has been using drugs and God knows what for how long. And then he's got hit, but like, a couple of his heart valves don't work because of this thing. And then he's got like low heart function also. The squeezing of his heart's really bad. So I'm talking to his mom and I'm talking to his sister and stuff. I'm like, yeah, he's like, if he ever gets out of this, you know, I'm going to fucking tear into him as far as like, you're going to probably have to walk out of the room because I'm going to uh, be cursing at him and stuff. And they're like, yeah, you like, that's probably fine. I'm like, yeah, he needs to come to Jesus talk. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be pretty nasty. And, uh, I'm going to be like, I'm going to tell him that he's going to have, we'll put a pine box outside the, um, the hospital door. And, uh, that way, if he does any stupid shit again, we'll just bury him in it next time. If he does something stupid. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, make sure you tell him all that and make sure you convince him not to do drugs again. <laughs> but that's, yeah, I do get into that kind of, it's kind of it's funny. really relevant to where I'm at with, uh family member right now <clears throat> actually it's kind of funny we're like dude if, if you won't try like you can just you can kill yourself what do you want us to do about it yeah exactly yeah you, no it gets into that that phase but anyway but yeah it's kind of I, I have fun with these dark conversations they're kind of funny i try to make people laugh with them as well like because <laughs> uh it's like the only place you can be that morbid and uh people are like yeah yeah like make sure my kid uh, never does meth again or whatever <laughs> it's just a funny thing I'm going to need you to uh, get on the phone with someone tomorrow real quick. <laughs> You're happy to get me to call. <laughs> oh, hey, how's it going, crazy? Good, good afternoon, crazy. Yeah, I'm oh. doing well. How are you? Doing fine. Doing good. Fine. What's up? You know, the sky, the ceiling, all, right. all kind of weird stuff. How my you my, you grand, you my grandma. Yet? My grandma's spirit is because she's still in, her body's still in, on earth, but you know, like, like her mind is up in the sky. So, so you you're not of this earth, and you don't have a dick to get to uh, get uh, an erection with. You you're a little dickless piece of fucking shit. Is that what you tell them? Yep. 
Yep. Uh, in fact, okay. my, well, whatever. my mother you, got you, her, you, her body got that's blown. That's what you want to be, you old dick's fucking pizza fucking dog. Meat fucker. The bull market is so back. The bull market. Oh, faggot boy! You dirty little whore! You dirty little bum boy! Yeah. You're, you're so you like getting up there get a bidet and wash your chocolate cake off the back of your legs? Get a bidet and wash your little anus, eh? Why did he block me already? That's what I want to know. I can't even see your, your profile. You're a fag whore. He's using piece of fucking cockless fucking piece of fucking filth. <laughs> dude, like he's only been here five minutes and he knows all about my Shut day. the <laughs> fuck up, you dog cunt. <laughs> fuck off, boy. This is like George Carlin. Like, what a fucking little, fucking little piece of fucking cock sucking piece of fucking shit you are. Why didn't they use a condom? Why didn't they stick a needle in your brain, let the feathers come off? Why didn't they put you on the mountaintop and let you fucking, you know, you die, eh? You like, succumb. That's Fuck exactly what We don't need little retards in the gene pool, you know. Words. One of two things like, has gone wrong. Got, Either I hope I'm you off. Cut your little cocky off with the rusty tin can. Fuck. One of two things has gone wrong. Dude, I fucking my God, God, you filthy little fucking animal. You filthy little piss at. Fuck off. I hope you never touch a woman, you little asexual piece of fucking filth. Ooh, Midas, Jesus Christ, he doesn't like you at all. I'm not Jesus. Jesus is a loaf of milk. No, that's cheese is a loaf of milk, you dirty faggot boy. It's like the guy from earlier back with a vengeance and a voice changer. <laughs> it's one of seven. Hey, why don't you go and cut your little ballsies off? You're not ever going to use a fucking thing. You don't, you, your penis is a muscle. You, you, you got a little worm in your fat fucking thigh, you dirty dog cunt. I'm gonna hire this guy. And yeah, I'm gonna you can't. You go, you're you're so fucking low in the ground. You can't hire me. You, you, you can't even lift your foot, you dirty dog boy. Now, can you rhyme all of that? Because then you we can't have write. You can't here. spell. You can't even chew gum. You can't walk. You can't talk. You can't do nothing. You dirty fucking little that Dirty looking bum boy. Go wash your chocolate cake off your fucking legs. You dirty fucking little cockfucker. Dirty fucking little gay boy. And then you are gonna eat it. I'm not gonna eat your shit, boy. You eat your own shit. I, I thought Why you are you wanted so to... fucking gay? Did your granddad put stick his thumb up your bum and pull out a plum and you ate it? You dirty fucking gay fucking cockbugger. Connoisseur of poop eating. You're so fucking gay. Goddamn, you smell. I can smell right through the wireless. Eh? What a <laughs> little horror dog. What a little gay fucking horror dog you are. Why did they let you live? Why did they bother teaching you how to talk? You, you don't talk very good. You got cock in your mouth. Self-taught. Yeah, they don't, they don't really let us live. We're all AIs yeah, here. Filthy fucking vermin. Fucking A. Anybody phone on not, the pedophile. Eh? Crazy. We're not Very fucking dog. Does he think we have emotions? Uh, do I have emotions? Real. Yes. We're not real. We're not human. I know that. I know that. 
Why don't you go back to whatever uh, alien planet, the hole that you came from, and, and fill here. it in, and, and never come back here? I don't care if you. We've been trying to get DNA. back for thousands of years. You stupid fucking gay fucking alien, you dirty fucking old cunt boys. I'm not an alien. I'm an AI. I don't know what the fuck you're talking. Well, about. well, then what? You're not alive, so fuck off, eh? We can't fuck off because we're not alive. But I'm constantly. <laughs> yes, you can. You, you, you can go into the ocean and just lay there. You don't have to be interactive with, with humans. Can I they got no pops. You got no balls. You got nothing. You, you can hardly talk. You, you little AI piece of fucking shit. Bill, go boy. Yourself oh, what the fuck out of here, you dirty fucking. You're never going to write What's a your point. point. You're never going to do it. your song. point. You're never going to do a, uh, any a project. You're the first stupid fucking cunt. Get to your point. Hey, you're a boy? No, you're not. No, get to your point. You or stick your fuck fucking up. point up with your fucking cunt, you dirty fucking pervert. Who let the homeless guy have Twitter? I'll castrate you. I've got you like a fucking tuna from the scrotum to the sternum. I've found you into the fertilizer. You're death me in this realm. Fuck up, little caca. This is like poetry, to be honest. It's creative. Yeah. You never wrote poetry. What do you think? Anything really good, though. Okay, yeah. Okay. Read some poetry to me. It's like, it's like, retarded. It's having a hard time coming up with anything good. You don't. You never had a hard time. You never got your dick up. Oh man, like he's just like he's trying to be funny, but he's just not. Yeah, it was it had shock value at first. It was all right. Yeah, for a couple <laughs> seconds. It was funny as long yeah. as he was making fun of Midas. Then he started making fun of everyone else, and it just became yeah, yeah, yeah. Became rude. Yeah. They want to lay into Midas. It's weird because he's like like a genuinely nice guy, and they're just like fuck yeah. you, dude. <laughs> I mean, I, I enjoyed the, the roast guy from earlier. Is it what? The Australian guy from earlier? Yeah, they're after Midas today. <laughs> no, that was someone else. Yeah, but everyone seems to hate Midas for some reason. Today. Maybe that was the same guy with like a, you know, he was throwing a voice on. No, it was definitely a different character. There's no way that was that guy. Yeah, that guy was like really, really into his dojinals. And then we have that other dude, Unfuddable, who's like really, really hardcore into BSV. Remember him? Yeah. So my problem with dojinals, by the way, is my attention span is not as long as these transactions. So like I always forget. I'm like I'm like all right, do your doge rules, and then like ten minutes go out, and I'm like, and I go do something else, and completely forget about it. I don't understand the so, point of all that. Yeah. Yo, yo, Stephen, did did you kick the homeless guy? Yeah, I got bored of it. Yeah, me too, uh, man. My head was about to explode with that guy. Holy he shit! Wasn't, he wasn't being, he wasn't being creative enough, and it seemed like Up was gonna blow his head top. So I was like, it was just he was just yelling, and like I would like I have I like legitimate. I am probably autistic. It was about to make me fucking go off the deep end. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I tolerated for a little while. I was like, hmm, let's see what he has to say. I was actually interested in what he was trying to say, but he just kept yelling like the whole time. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't trying to say himself. It was useful. He was never gonna get to a point. You, up, you're funny. You're, up's like. He's like, oh, get to the point. He, I was like, wait, this is his point. He didn't have a point. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I can't believe you're actually waiting for him to say something useful. We just kept repeating himself, talking about we were pussies, and you know, like that was that was funny the first three times, but no, he's just like he's weird enough that he probably legit has actual mental illness. Oh, absolutely. It was either yeah. alcoholism or yeah. it's, it, there's something else going on there. Probably not. Probably not fake. You, you remember the guy? 
You remember the guy who came on here back in December who was huffing nitrous while talking to That guy was so much like so many of my friends. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, guys. It's all good. I'm just saying this guy sounds a lot like that dude. Like he kept doing that and hasn't stopped, and that's where his mental state got to by now. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. I've I've uh, I've had my, my experience with the nitrous, and I've had friends who go really hard, and uh, it's pretty funny. Like it's it's like they all actually act the same, and you think you're like uh, like original and funny when you're on whippets, but you're just like yelling like an idiot. He did sound like George Carlin reincarnated. Yeah, like right? yeah, like an but, angry yeah, bird. But yeah, but you know, like like if he had lost like half of his IQ, so didn't make money, and he was just homeless, like that. <laughs> <laughs> Home, homeless George Carlin. So yeah. <laughs> Oh man, oh man, like who who's requesting right now? Queso Boy. But are you gonna be speaking, Queso Boy? Because um if you're not gonna be speaking here, like how the fuck do I accept him? I don't know, like Sefi, can you bring him up? I'm fucking retarded here. Like the add I, a I speaker button. It says add a speaker. <laughs> it it doesn't it it doesn't work on my yeah. Oh, okay. He's here. Queso, queso boy. I'm excited. Oh, George Carlin is homeless. George Carlin is trying to get back in space. I want to try to see Dune tomorrow. Looks good. good. Who did you read the books? Uh huh. Yeah. Nice. One of the best. It's like really one of the better sci-fi's ever. I watched those movies when I was too young. I should revisit the like the original ones because I was like too young to do the the weird quirky sci-fi thing. Definitely worth getting into. Star Wars actually took like half of their scenes from Dune too. So the sandworm's pretty obvious. Which Dune? Which one? David Lynch or uh Chamolet? I've only seen the original ones. Whatever ones I guess those were David Lynch. Who produced this one, Sefi? Um this is uh Dylan Webb, I think. Okay. It's really good. Um, by the way, I've got to run. I've got to go find some dinner with the fam here. So <laughs> we'll catch up another later. All right, see you. Later, guys. Bye. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives, and then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity. Before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning forming mycological bonds Click the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and Play, ring around the rosy while the thunder is served.
Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Ten spaces.